0: What's up, guys? Welcome to episode number one hundred and fifteen on a different day again. I know a lot of people are happy about that. Your dad being one of them.
1: Live and direct from the Beef Cave. Yes, the Beef Ooh, Cave. You like what I did there?
0: I like that. Sorry, we're. We'll go ahead and warn you again. Next week's going to be on a different day as well. Rob, I don't know. We don't know which day, so we won't say which day. Due to technical difficulties.
1: A.K.A. Louisville scheduling their games on Wednesdays. Right. Do they
0: not realize that people record podcasts on Wednesdays?
1: I know. What are they doing with their games? But hey, you know if you got to miss a game, at least you're catching a game.
0: Yes, but as always, podcast brought to you by Crystal Lackey Century Mortgage. Uh, hit her up if you need to refinance. If you need to get a mortgage, uh, you can get in touch with her at 502-6150-743.
1: And check her out online at centurymortgage.com backslash C lackey. That's capital C, capital L. And be one of the five million two hundred and sixty seven people who have contacted her already because of this podcast solely.
0: You going to finish the rest of the the website? I think I did. You just said capital C, capital L.
1: Well, inferred A-C-K-E-Y.
0: There you go. Again, phone number 502 743 uh, as always, Century Mortgage is an equal housing lender. MLS number 3925. Crystal Lackey, MLS number 1735979.
1: 8675309. Oh,
0: See, you say that, and then I, you know, I saw the meme the other day. Yeah, I saw the it cat as well. one. well. Matt shared where they said that number, and the cat says 2813308004.
1: Mike Jones.
0: For sure. Hit that- him up on the low.
1: I think everybody should know who that is, but I just wanted to make sure they didn't know. So, episode 115, coming in hot, dropping it back in the time machine. You actually showed me a video of a time traveler before we started it. Yeah,
0: dude, that was nuts.
1: No, that's not cool. I didn't enjoy it. It
0: (laughs) Yeah, your face was like, bro, that's like messed up, man.
1: It's very, I mean, if you're changing time, you know what I'm saying? I think you should post that on the Facebook page so people can see that. Will you do that for me? I can do that. Yeah, because it was not something that I think I should live alone with that burden on my shoulders. I think other people need to bear the burden with me. Um, So check out the Facebook page because it is extremely odd video. And whoever that guy is. Don't contact our podcast, please. Just to be safe. We need to cover all the bases. So going back in our time machine, though, we're going back and giving you a little bit of fun facts about the number 15. Keeping it simple this week as I've been told by the boss man to dumb it down. I've
0: literally never said anything to you about it. Who other said you
1: were the boss man, bro? Other than,
0: then who are you talking about?
1: Well, I mean, I just wanted to get you. Were you were
0: staring at me when you said this. <laughs> I
1: was backing you into a corner, so I was going to win one way or another there. Yeah. Uh, but 15 is the sum of the first five consecutive whole numbers. So that's one, two, three, four, and five if you're having a tough time counting at home, and 15 is the sum of those numbers. Now, we're bringing back the country data, I think is what we would call it, because 15 is the emergency number in Pakistan. So I'm just saying, if you're ever in Pakistan and you're like, "Uh uh-oh, got an emergency on our hands, you know, I'd advise you to do more than just dial fifteen, but fifteen's like probably a good start. Um, also, keeping it sport-related, in tennis, the number fifteen represents the first point gained in in a uh, match, so or excuse me, in a game, whatever you want to call it. So, fifteen love typically is what I'm up on my opponents. You know, uh, many people do love me, and I do score 15s on the reg. You know what I'm saying? So that's. Off the 10 chart, I'm scoring 15s. Um, But back to information about the points at hand. The age of a quinceañera, a Latina girl celebrating her 15th birthday. I mean, I think you had a pretty big quinceañera.
0: It's 16, I thought.
1: I'm going to be really disappointed if my facts are incorrect on that.
0: I mean, I may be wrong, but I thought a quinceañera was supposed to be like a sweet sixteen. Well, I, I think, may be completely wrong on that.
1: I'm hoping you are because now you just kind of raised my eyebrows a little bit where, I, you know, clearly I did my homework and Akin quinceanera was stated that it was her 15th birthday. But I do know typically Americans do have a big 16th birthday. Um, I myself have never had birthday parties because I think they're overrated, as we've stated before on the past, except for the gift getting, you know what I'm saying? Like that, that's legit it's good for you to receive gifts. Not to give them so much, but to receive them. Um, Moving on to the next one. Spanish bingo players actually refer to the number 15 as La Niña Bonita, and that's the beautiful girl.
0: is 15th birthday. You're right.
1: Thank you. Hallelujah, because otherwise, you know, I'd have lost all credibility on my intro. And listen, I'm not here to lose credibility. I'm here to make myself look stupid, but not lose credibility all in the same breath. Um, so shout out to La Nina Bonita, because hopefully there's a couple of them listening out there. You know what I'm saying? The number 15s. Uh, in the UK, shout out to UK, they need it this week, right? <laughs> oh, wrong, wrong UK. I, I
0: love the fact that you're the first one to throw the throw the shade out there. And it's not me.
1: Right. You know, I was just stating that maybe they need it a little bit. They've been talked about enough this week, so... Uh, this is not the University of Kentucky. This is the country. Um or yeah, I think technically it's a country, right? Yeah the Kingdom.
0: Their fans might be a little upset. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, could, I could see how that would come into play, yes. Yeah. Um but a minor can be sent to prison to await trial at the age of fifteen. So if you're ever traveling to the UK and you're above the age of fifteen, probably you don't want to do anything yeah, that puts you in person
0: ace in the hole maybe
1: (laughs) well played and it might be purple yeah yeah so 15 is also a song composed by beethoven close buck taylor swift on her album fearless i love how
0: you said composed (laughs) (laughs)
1: I thought I'd throw a big words out today. So yeah. sh- shout out to Zach Coleman, the biggest Taylor Swift fan I've ever met in my life. You might meet an eleven-year-old girl who would compete with Zach Coleman, but I'm pretty sure this um, husky bear of a man.
0: It's so, here's the thing: is he more of a fan of Taylor Swift or Miley Cyrus?
1: Well, no. The actual closer competition is Taylor Swift or Tim McGraw. I'm serious. This is a serious conversation. Oh, man. But he was a big fan of Miley Cyrus as well, too. You know, I think that flame has fizzled. I think it's still there deep down inside. You know, as a married man, I don't know if he's allowed to speak on these terms anymore. Uh, But I do know the last time I hung out with him. Actually, it wasn't the last time I hung out with him. Last time I went to um, Gatlinburg with him he had the Taylor Swift concert on repeat on the TV until I was slamming my head into the wall going, do we have to watch this again? Now, <laughs> it was a very theatrical event. I'll give her that. And, you know, wasn't too sore on the eyes to look at. But oh, I'm just yeah, saying, for sure. Zach Coleman's a big fan. Shout out to Zach. Yeah. No shout out to Taylor Swift. Um, but moving on to the next one, Fifteen is the number of minutes in one quarter of an hour. And 15 minutes past or before an hour is often known as a quarter past or a quarter to, respectively. Now, why whoever created time did not just make a quarter, you know, like like an hour? Why don't we have 100 minutes in an hour? You know what I'm saying? Like, to me, that's just ridiculous. I don't know. One of the great questions in our time Somebody, what do you?
0: What are the, the great questions of our town?
1: Definitely that's one of them. That's I top would, I five. I would say
0: that's up there. Right. Is a hot dog a sandwich is up there?
1: Who invented toilet paper originally and what made them choose to invent toilet paper? What did paper? they
0: use before toilet paper? Yeah. I guess that would be leaves because people still do that when they go camping. I guess the real question is why do people enjoy camping? I guess that would that's, be the real that's question. That's a very
1: good question. I like camping in a cabin.
0: I like just sleeping in my house.
1: Cabins are pretty cool especially the ones that have galaga games in there i'm I'm a big fan of galaga um but there's probably a couple more we're missing those are just the ones that come to the forefront right
0: yeah hot dog is a sandwich for sure Uh, i'm not sure
1: where the question was there but i i see what you did um james buchanan was the 15th president of the united states now i know what you're saying that's surprising to you as well Um, you
0: said it was somebody different last week
1: yeah because that was the 14th president bro Right, you, you, said you won that, you won this one. Yeah, you said that Abe Lincoln was the 15th president. Last He's somewhere week. at 16th, maybe. 16th is actually correct. So yeah, I mean, you're I getting, knew that
0: was a, it was around there.
1: You're getting some. I'm rusty,
0: man. man. I haven't been in school in a long time.
1: You know, I, I never left school because, unfortunately, my degree in cran didn't work. Um, they declined that. But, it, anyways, back to James Buchanan. He's the only president to this date that was the what. Not married. I was waiting for you to guess, and clearly oh, I was, you weren't guessing. Uh,
0: no, I didn't know what you were saying.
1: Only president who wasn't married. Okay. I mean, that's that's pretty impressive. So there
0: was no first lady. So he didn't. Well, so I James mean, Buchanan was just like in there, just bringing. He was just bringing strange into the White House.
1: The original
0: dude had side pieces for the first lady. Like how many first ladies were in there with James Buchanan?
1: I would. I you know I hate to allege. But I would say probably in this case, at least 37.
0: A decent amount?
1: Yeah. I mean, if you're the president, bro, come on. There's people who are like, excuse me, sir, um, I would love to be, what do you refer to them as? a Strange side, side piece? Yeah, strange side pieces. I, I would say the applicants for that position. Talk, dude, talk
0: about a pickup line. Yeah. You, you picture going out those shades, be like, oh, what do you do for work? I'm the president.
1: You know, I do picture myself saying that, but I don't see them believing me and it being true so
0: like you think if we went back in time like with our current selves we could be a president back then
1: uh i can only speak for myself and say there's not a good chance you know um
0: so you're saying you would have voted for me in the back then
1: president of the chess club
0: i don't know man i don't i'm not like terrible at chess but i'm not very good
1: yeah probably not I'm not very good either, but I, I do enjoy a good game of chess on occasion. Uh, but I don't think our chances are great for the president of the Bahamas, let alone the president of the Iowa.
0: I don't know. Never okay. know.
1: Uh, Kentucky became the 15th state in 1792. So once again, we got to give Kentucky a little bit of a shout-out because a couple of their fans are having a, a tough go at it as of recent. Well, I mean,
0: if you think about it, when – When votes are tallied, you know, you have the red side and the blue side. If you mix those together, it makes purple. Right. Why that's... Why I brought that up, I don't know. Maybe you guys decide.
1: The relevancy there is uncanny as to what it could potentially be. But with that being said, we're moving on to your favorite segment and my second favorite segment, and it's Who Am I? Oh, here we go. Officially naming it Who Am
0: I. by the way, I need to... To shout out a couple people, John said that he got your Stephon Diggs one when you mentioned the scholarships.
1: John's a ringer in this whole thing. Like, yeah, I, other people need to
0: start texting us and letting texting me or texting you and letting us know when you got them or if you got them.
1: Don't text me unless you're a fifteen um, la bonita, la niña bonita. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, text beef if you want to.
0: Yeah, you can text me. Right. The other one, he said he got late. Matt Talley said he got the second one with extra hints, got the first one on hint number six.
1: See, so, I told you those bonus hints were going to come in handy, though. I, I'm a man of the people, and I want these people to win because I am for them, and I'm a dealer for the people, Tony.
0: Uh, I I have a coworker that used to work with Tony Melito.
1: Really? Yeah. Seems like a good guy. Says
0: he's super quiet.
1: Heard he actually had heart issues because he was... yeah, it
0: would make sense when you hear his radio show or radio
1: commercials. Little little uh, tightly spun. Yeah, he had
0: some dirty ones there for a while, where parents would like turn the radio off and stuff because his radio commercials were so dirty. Well, like he... one of them had like intercourse uh, noises.
1: Really? Yeah. Noises?
0: Yeah, like moaning and stuff.
1: I've I've never heard those noises before. So I mean, teach your own, but I couldn't pin that as that specifically taking place.
0: I mean, he strictly said that it's what they were.
1: Oh, he stated it. <laughs> yeah. That's a questionable move, Mr. Yeah. Valido. Yeah, it was. But hey, to each your own, I guess that's one way to market your business, right? And I think he's actually fairly successful, right? Am I wrong in thinking that?
0: Uh, I would say he's probably pretty successful, yeah.
1: I guess it depends on what your definition of success is, but I don't think he's hurting for... Um, a squirt. Yeah, I don't, think, I don't think so. I, you know, that crossed the mind, but I was trying to, you know, mention his financial state. But teacher, all right, so who am I? So hit usually it's one. you
0: saying the questionable things, but That's I'll right. go ahead and take Brandon for five hundred on this week.
1: That was an old bump set spike on my part because <laughs> you know it was.
0: We're talking about his dirty commercials, and you say he's hurting. I couldn't. Yeah, I couldn't not yeah. dunk that one. You yes. threw it up there off the backboard and I dunked it I in.
1: I was hoping that people at home were going to get it without me even saying <laughs> it. But you know what? If you want to throw it out there, I'm, I'm perfectly I hesitated.
0: Like, should I say it? And I was like, yeah, I might as well.
1: Yeah, I mean... All right, the, here we go. The who other day it was squirting, coming down from the snow and everything. So that's maybe what you were referring to. You know what I'm saying? Like, he needed a good rain. His grass was, wasn't growing properly. Yes. But on to the who am I. Individual number one. First hint. Born in... Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Oh. The great city of Milwaukee. Actually, I don't know if it's really that great. Never
0: been there. I wouldn't mind going up there for a basketball game.
1: Yeah, I wasn't there for long, so that's why I shouldn't say the, the word great. But I would like to see the Bucks play. I mean, I think they have a fun team. Um, they also have a couple other teams there in college and other divisions as well, too. They're yeah, fun to watch. Uh,
0: Marquette's up there, I think.
1: Yeah. Jordan Howard would be very fun to watch this year.
0: So would Marcus Howard.
1: Marcus Howard would be the more fun player to watch. <laughs> but, you know, Jordan Howard seems like he's going to be good in the future.
0: Didn't you all cut him?
1: Um, probably.
0: I don't know. I can't No, remember. actually, he's... Know, running back for the Eagles, I thought. He's
1: not cut. He's definitely our number one option without my sense. Anyways, on to hint number two. On January 31st, 2007, his long-term companion sued him for $200 million for ending their relationship agreement. She claims Spree will agree to... I just said the freaking name. You did. (laughs) What an idiot. (laughs) You know what? I specifically copied and pasted these and took the name out earlier when I put his. (laughs) And I clearly did not... Like, as soon as I started reading it... Oh, man. Anybody who didn't catch it, you didn't hear that name. Don't rewind it. Don't cheat it. And... I guess you're getting on hit number two, John and Beef, but yeah. <laughs> for everybody else.
0: Um, I, I'm legitimately going to listen to these. I'm going to tell you when I actually would have gotten it. though. I'm writing it down, but I'm going to tell you. Uh, I'm going to be 100% honest with you, and I'll say this is when I would have gotten it.
1: Good. Okay. I appreciate that. I'll, I'll at least do that. I won't make that mistake again as I haven't made that mistake. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, what? Why did, he just did he really do that? just say that? But anyways, she claimed that he agreed to support her and their four children through college.
0: I'll be honest with you, so far I would not have known
1: it. That's a tough one. And that's why they're hint number one and two. You know what I'm saying? Like the where he's from area gives you a general picture. The second one is usually not a huge help. This one was very unique, but not a big help. Uh, Hit hit number three. Now, this one might be a little help to you, but not the average person. But in college, he actually had three other players on his team who went to the NBA. Now, one of them is most known, notably, but the other two were not well-known individuals. Um, We'll give a bonus hint of who that was later on, just in case. Uh, Hint number four. You selected 24th overall in the draft and he started 69 games that year. So I didn't want to list you the year because I feel like that's too big of a hint for number four. But I'm
0: still being honest. So far, I still would not have gotten it.
1: I think if I gave you the bonus in on hit number three, that would be a huge help. Uh, but hint number five, he played for te- three teams in his NBA career. Those teams in no specific order were the T-Wolves, the Knicks, and the Warriors.
0: This is where I would have gotten it.
1: That's a very big help. That's,
0: that's where I would have gotten
1: it. Yeah. Uh, hint number six, he is a four-time NBA All-Star. He was an all-NBA first teamer in 1994, all-defensive second teamer in '94, and 1993 rookie second team as well, too. Hint number seven. In 1995, he actually fought with teammate Jerome Kersey and returned to practice carrying a two-by-four and reportedly (laughs) threatened him with a gun. And then in 93 before that, he fought Byron Houston, who was 50 pounds heavier than Sprewell and many teammates. Well, you
0: said it again. For those of you that didn't hear it the first time, you said it again.
1: (laughs) Do you know what the funniest part was? It was in there before that, and I skipped it. And I thought, you know, I was patting myself on the shoulder. <laughs> while like, oh I yeah, said I didn't it. say yeah. it, and I didn't even realize I said it. But anyways, um, this gentleman was fifty pounds heavier than the person who I'm speaking about, <laughs> and had what many teammates described as a Mike Tyson-like demeanor and facet. Oh man, yeah. So you fifty pounds bigger than this guy, and looked like Mike Tyson, and he decided to pick a fight with him in practice. And hint number eight is a bonus hint. So I've got two bonus hints. He isn't a big fan of P.J. Carlissimo. Yeah. And he isn't a big fan of choking under pressure. There could be a (laughs) correlation there. You know what I'm saying? And then the bonus hint on hint number three, if I haven't said this person's name enough. I
0: can name one.
1: Please, because that'll be the name that I'm looking for. Robert Ory. Robert Ory is correct. So that that was the one who was his college teammate, who you will know. Robert Horry is that man.
0: I don't know the other two teammates that played in the NBA, though.
1: You wouldn't. If you read their names, you might not even know them. I, I can't recall them off the top of my head, but I was very surprised when I saw them. And, and I don't think they had illustrious NBA careers. So after almost saying his name four times in there <laughs> on my paper, and then actually doing it Make twice. Make sure
0: on the second one that you had the name marked out.
1: Yeah, I'm hoping that was, I think I was so intrigued by the stories with him. Yeah, because they were all fighting and it was great stories. I was probably my favorite research I've done in a while on an individual. Uh, Could you remember them? But then you hear extra stories and the different angles of it. It's like, oh yeah, that's pretty sweet. So who am I on the first one? Apologize to give it away, but hopefully you didn't (laughs) hear it right. Either time. (laughs) Good way to ruin the best segment in the show. So you're welcome for that. Uh, either time is correct <laughs> who am I number two let's see if I can get this one correct right so hint number one person number two he was born in Tyler Texas now I don't know where Tyler Texas is but it's kind of a cool city
0: it's in Texas
1: that's, that's a good answer Texas is a pretty small state so I, I could probably draw it on, on a map right away um, he's the son of a former MLB player Now, I think that one is a valuable hint at hint number two. That's probably a team in which it was seated too low. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Hint number three, on May 2017, May 12, 2017. Sorry, I had to make sure I didn't have his name on there because I'm notorious for doing that tonight he and three friends you see i put the he there because that's grammatically incorrect so clearly i erased his name on this one (laughs) he and three friends were robbed at gunpoint in his hometown of tyler texas after getting out of their vehicle in a driveway so a car pulled up carrying two men that approached the group and one of the suspects gestured as if they had a weapon and demanded property um authorities were later able to locate the vehicle and arrest the subjects but this individual lost a little bit of street cred with me not even seeing a gun just gesturing that they had one and then giving up all of his belongings right hint number four he has an endorsement deal with the following companies now this one will be helpful as well too essential water you love that water great water true or false
0: i mean it's essentially water
1: it's, it's that's a fair point. I don't know if it's filtered or if it's spring water, but I know you don't like spring water besides Fiji.
0: Fiji um, is the goat.
1: Which is amazing that you like Fiji because I've seen your reaction to other spring waters and it's not been. I think pleasant.
0: it was just that one spring water it
1: was you terrible. You said it was asbestos water. I quote you, I would never forget. It, yeah, Asbestos water is what you call my water.
0: It definitely wasn't asbestos I've had. <laughs> it was,
1: it was very comical that that evening. Clearly, it stuck with me. Hint, also in most number of the time miso
0: theliauma will. So
1: yeah, you got to watch out for the miso. The miso multiple things, but <laughs>
0: yeah, I was thinking miso thirsty after I drank that <laughs> bottle of water. That was terrible.
1: Yeah, well, I was thinking miso other things, but he's also sponsored by Hunts, Directv, Oakley state farm and adidas so boom i mean that's that's not a bad thing to be sponsored by those companies listed on to hint number five he is a pro bowler and an nfl mvp hint number six how are you doing over here are you you got the feeling on any of it yet i think i do good because i already told you before the episode remember uh hint number six he holds 12 nfl records that was impressive 12 nfl records is impressive for anybody good job hint number seven put in the nail in the coffin so to speak he puts ketchup on his steak steak is correct i knew
0: th- i so i did know this very early then
1: good so bart star you knew no did I set you up with the trickery?
0: No, because as soon as you said like the second one, I knew what it was.
1: Now, being as though I told you before the podcast that Bart Star was one of the individuals, did that make up for me reading the first individual's name 17 times? No. Okay, I'll keep that duly noted. Because you
0: only read it twice.
1: Yeah, that's true. So, who am I? Just in case anybody didn't hear this 72 times now that I said it. <laughs> who was the first person? Uh,
0: Mr. Sp- Mr. Spinner's uh, dad as himself
1: Spreewell Latrell Spreewell. Good, good descriptive words there as well too. Latrell Spreewell, former Golden State Warrior, former New York Knickerbocker, former Minnesota T Wolf, as John Iacono would like. Iacono, Iacono, how did I say
0: it? I have no idea what you just did there. I'm
1: having a tough time. What did I say? Do you want to tell the people at home with the bread butter? Because I can't even. Say you how said, I said like. It. like
0: Bredard is Bud or something? Bud
1: Bredder, right?
0: Bud Bredder, yeah. That's,
1: that's how he buds his breader.
0: Yeah, I was like, what? I'm just having a tough go what at it tonight. What are you talking about?
1: My allergies uh, are flaring up. I'm allergic to dogs. Charlie was over here eating his uh, thin mints, char- chowing them down.
0: All right, so my guess for number two.
1: Well, before you get to number two, I actually have, you know, we're mentioning John. I've got a question for John while he's listening to this. All right. So, did you notice that Carl Anthony Towns got into a little bit of a scuffle?
0: Another now? scuffle.
1: Now, he didn't really do anything to perpetuate the scuffle, but Rudy Gay...
0: We would say that Rudy was not feeling
1: gay. That's right. It's definitely not gay. True definition of the word. Yeah. And now that has happened twice, and in watching both of these instances... From an outside, unbiased perspective, it seems to me that what they are stating to him in the conversation and the dialogue that has taken place is you better, you know, a couple of bleeps in there, but keep your elbows in check.
0: See, I think they're trying to state something different. I'm being totally serious with this.
1: Yeah, I can tell.
0: I think that they are stating to him that they think he's soft.
1: Oh, that is serious, actually.
0: And I think that they are trying to go at him and i think in turn i think he's doing a good job of showing dudes like look man i know what you think but this is not that's not what it is
1: i'm not that guy yeah i'm not so- i'm
0: not soft yeah i'm not going to keep backing down like you think i'm going to i'll let you guys get this past in the years past but this is not going to happen again
1: that's an interesting philosophy cuz i remember watching him when he grew up before he was even with kentucky he was a little heavier set yeah. and he was not somebody who was like a guy that i would think you would want to pick on And now he's extremely in shape and a little more slender than what, you know, I think he could be. Um, So that's an interesting philosophy. My question to John was, you know, as a Minnesota fan, he watches a lot of games. Is there something to the fact that his elbows do extend on an occasion? Or is that just a unique situation in which those two people got in? I mean, the Embiid thing, they were kind of tangled up and then an elbow came up. The Rudy Gay thing, he kind of makes a power move. And I'll be honest, I I don't even think he touched Rudy Gay with the elbow. No. But it was clearly a power move in which I'm going through your chest. You know what I mean? So obviously the question isn't, is he a dirty player? The question is, will there be more instances later this year where elbows come in question on i was gonna say moves but big cat yeah in in games so that's my question for john and you'll you'll be seeing him so if he has listened to this podcast i'd love to hear that answer tomorrow i'm sure he will yeah uh but player number two who am i drop some knowledge on the people
0: Uh, i went with pat mahomes
1: patrick mahomes is correct Mahomie.
0: yeah I, i actually got that what was the second hint
1: second hint was born in tyler texas
0: that was honestly. No, no, no.
1: Second hint was former MOB player, son of a former MOB player. I didn't player. know that. Really? No. I feel like when he. Maybe f- it
0: was the third hint when I got
1: it. Third hint was the uh, getting robbed at gunpoint.
0: And I didn't know that story, but it just, I don't know. It just felt like something that would happen to Pat Mahomes.
1: Actually, I could see that because, like I said, I lost a little bit of street cred for him. I think the fourth one was the one that gave you away the Hunts. I mean I
0: no I'll be honest with you like I was already thi- I felt like I was already thinking it towards the beginning because with this man my mind goes in so many different areas I'm trying what? to compute okay this is 15 this is the 15 this is 15 and then like you start giving hints and I, it's kind of like the game guess who where I right. just put certain things down so like when you start saying certain things I only have certain people in my head so that's what kind of gave it away we for me we
1: need to create our own guess who version of this game that was actually a genius collaboration we just had there beef bro. who yeah but to me, I, I think the number four one would have helped me the most because think about it, State Farm, you know, how many NFL players do they have? Rodgers and him, right? Rodgers! Yeah. So now Mahomes taking the spotlight, and then the Adidas, both of those guys are actually Adidas sponsor as well too. The Hunt's ketchup thing I, I knew because, you know, when he first, the, the rumor came out that he put ketchup on his steak, um, I knew people were going to jump all over that. So why Heinz didn't, I don't know. But, hey, to eat own. Is Heinz the one that's Pittsburgh, or is that Hunt's? It's Heinz. So that's why they did it. So Hunt's taking the cake, so to speak. Ketchup cake. Makes sense. So, yeah. Sorry for ruining that. Next week I'll be better. It's all good. Everybody has an off week.
0: It's all good. I still had a good time.
1: Luckily, I'm going to make up for it with my locks power move and beef.
0: Oh, I got my lock of the week.
1: Mainly just the first two.
0: I added it to my uh, parlay that I actually won over the weekend. Ooh, oh, yeah.
1: Puff, puff, parlaying.
0: Yeah. I, I threw a par. Your boy threw a parlay of Clemson, uh, minus 34, Cincy, minus 35, and Georgia, uh, minus 17 and a half.
1: Tell them your Clemson story, too. That was a good story. Oh, dude.
0: So, I'm sitting there watching Michael Mullins play music. Shout out to Michael. Uh, playing a set and uh, – the Georgia game's already over. The Cincinnati game ended before they got off the bus. <laughs> and I'm sitting there at the Hitching Post in New Albany watching Michael play some acoustic, acoustic music. Um, and the Clemson game's on the TV. They're up 49-10. to 10. Most people right now would be like, okay, why would you be worried about it? <laughs> and I'm like, you idiots. They're favored by 34. Right. Which means they got to win by 35 or more.
1: That's typically how that works.
0: So, I look up, as I, you know, I've been talking and visiting and stuff, I look up and NC State's driving. <laughs> and there's like f- six minutes left in the game. So, I know that Clemson's not going to score again if NC State scores. The score is currently 49-10. to 10. All right. They drive all the way down the field, get to like the three-yard line. They can't punch it in. Fourth down, they throw it, and it overthrows the guy, and it goes out of the back of the end zone. I start hugging my buddy Kevin.
1: I was like, yes, yes, I just won. And you go for it on fourth down, which is hilarious, because if they kick that field goal. If
0: they kick that field goal, I still win. Right. So they go four on four. So Clemson gets the ball back. They drive about 30 yards to about the 35-yard line or so. Get to fourth down, and they punt it. Still feeling a little antsy because there's like two and a half minutes left. And I was like, oh, God, dude. I know what's going to happen. One of these four-string Clemson defenders is going to let some guy get past him. <laughs> they're going to throw a touchdown. And I'm going to lose with like a minute and a half left.
1: All right. Riding's on the wall.
0: Yeah, so Clemson punts the ball. The ball's rolling. ball's rolling. There's a Clemson guy and there's an NC State guy standing right by the ball. You figure, okay, they're going to let the ball roll and Clemson's going to pick it up, and NC State's going to start to drive. Not
1: nope. the case.
0: No. The guy from NC State, like an idiot, tries to dive on the ball, hits the ball, and it comes out, and Clemson gets the ball back. <laughs> so, right then, I celebrate again. I'm like, all right, now I definitely won. All right. So, NC State and Clemson don't really have... Uh, there's a little bit of bad blood between them. So... Which is hilarious
1: to, uh, because the article I read clearly stated that Dabo did not have any ill will towards, yeah.
0: Because the stuff came up with him and Dave Dorn when Dave Dorn kind of called out Clemson for having a uh, laptop on the sideline or something. Yeah. And there was nothing there, and he got a, Dabo got kind of annoyed with the question. So there was already a little bit of bad blood between them. So Clemson's just running the ball and running the clock out. Well, they're picking up big chunks when they're doing this. Right. So they get inside the five, and NC State starts calling timeouts.
1: Well, weren't they throwing it, too? No. Just running it? They were just running it. Because I thought that's what his beef was. Why are you throwing it?
0: No, so NC State starts calling timeouts. So Dabo's like, okay. Right. So Dabo gets a first down, and they're inside, like, the five, and Clemson calls a timeout. <laughs> and there's, like, 40 seconds left.
1: Yeah.
0: And you're like, oh, dude. Next play, they punch it in, get a touchdown. Right. So now I'm like, all right, cool. It doesn't matter what's going to happen. There's like 40 seconds left. This isn't the Wake Forest Louisville game. They're not going to score 100 times in the next 30 seconds. So I'm good. So I was pumped. I won 150 bucks off of it.
1: I'd take it. Now, yeah. for tax purposes, he was talking about monopoly money, but I'm absolutely. Just saying, Teach your own.
0: But uh, that was part. That was my lock of the week last week. So my lock this week. Uh, Uh, sticking to the uh, to the John episode here Florida minus seven over Missouri I think
1: you have to take seven and a half because that's what I saw
0: well I was just if it's seven I don't don't care if it's seven and seven and a half I'm taking Florida
1: if that half point comes into play that's going to be the most beautiful thing I mean
0: how could it come into play
1: because if it's eight or if it's seven you've got to be you could push
0: no there's no pushing in lots of the week either okay. win or you don't. I mean, I'm,
1: hey, I'm just saying.
0: Florida, seven and a half point favorites. I'm taking them.
1: Yeah. Against? Missouri. The Kelly Bryants.
0: Trash.
1: Yeah. Well, they didn't look so good week one. Uh, they've since played a little bit better but I I told you I thought that pick was so good that was too good to be true so I wish you luck my friend because I do know this could help you on off the field instances as well too so hopefully you do win that but I like that pick as well too almost too much Um, now speaking of winners you know somebody else also got the lock of the week correct last week and the old Miami Heat covered against the old Phoenix Suns. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to the Heat going into Phoenix and taking care of business. Uh, this week, I'm actually following you because anything you can do, I can do better. You know what I'm saying? I think there's more to that song, but I forget. I think, I
0: mean, that's about right.
1: Right. Um... I'm taking another parlay on here. We're going to see if I can hit one of these parlays on the podcast. I'm taking Oklahoma as a a nine-and-a-half point favorite against Baylor. Now, this is a closely ranked game. I think the discrepancy in talent is pretty vast. So go ahead and bet your bottom dollar on Oklahoma covering that nine-and-a-half against Baylor. Bama's also playing Mississippi State, and Bama's got to be on a mission. You know what I'm saying? This Mississippi State team is not highly impressive. Spreads only 20 and a half points, which sounds like a lot to some. But after a loss, Bama doesn't lose very often. And not only do they not lose, they come out with the chip on their shoulder. Now, we don't have much historical data for that.
0: Also, to, well, But also to back that up, they're also number five in the playoffs. Yeah. So they have to – I mean, essentially they're going to do it anyway because right now it looks like there's Georgia's going to be – the the East winner, which would mean that they would play LSU in, the, in that. So essentially, they're going to pass up Georgia anyway. But if I'm Alabama, you can leave no doubt when it comes to that.
1: You have to win every game. I yeah. mean, you, once you have one loss, you you don't get a second chance because the chances of who are the other two Baylor and who's the other undefeated team? There's another team who's undefeated who's not that good though. Ohio say? No not this yeah. <laughs> kid. yeah
0: it's it's ohio state it's
1: like a 16th ranked team So ohio 12, state right. clemson
0: uh lsu baylor
1: i can't remember the other one
0: who is the other one
1: they're not that good whoever it is but but more of the story based. oh it's minnesota minnesota is right yeah, yeah.
0: they're not that good yeah they just, okay sorry Sorry, <laughs> sorry,
1: <laughs> but I'm being dead serious. Hey, I cannot remember we both who got to apologize
0: because we both took them to the woodshed last week
1: and twice. We missed both those games, Alabama and Minnesota. So clearly, we need a better week on this. The thing
0: is, though, is like, did we really miss Alabama? Because if Tua yeah. was 100 percent healthy, I don't know if the game goes that way.
1: No, I'm pretty sure we missed them. I mean,
0: my- I'm talking about like Minnesota. Like, we really missed that game. Yeah. They looked dominant the entire
1: game. Well, remember what I said was that this week's game against IU was one that you wanted to mark down and watch, and if the spread was close, go ahead and take that. Or if the spread was big, go ahead and take that. I'm not liking that bet now, because I thought Penn State covered the spread against Minnesota. I thought they won against IU but didn't cover the spread. And then their game after that at Ohio State or with – I forget if it's at Ohio State or with Ohio State was obviously going to be a tough one. So, yeah, needless to say, we were a little incorrect on that one. But I've got Oklahoma, 9.5-point favorite over Baylor. Bama, 20.5-point favorite over Mississippi Got to take State. 21.
0: That's what I got on the app. Well – You gave me half point, I'm giving you half point.
1: No, I got a half point right here on my paper, 20.5. Yeah, I'm giving you half points, 21. All right, and – well remember you can't there's no pushing in lock of the week and georgia this couch isn't big enough for you to be pushing georgia is a two and a half point favorite against auburn and i've been a big auburn proponent for the entire year but i'll tell you what i I do like this georgia team and with two losses as we stated before georgia's needing um, a couple of victories and they don't really need a resume builder because they've They've got a potential for that in the future. Georgia's
0: only got one loss. I think they have two. No, they just lost to South Carolina. Really? Yeah, that's it. They I, beat Florida.
1: Okay. Why did I think they were six and two? They I wouldn't.
0: Would they leave. wouldn't be number four if they had two losses.
1: That is true. I didn't know they were number four even. Because yeah, it's. I can't count uh,
0: that high. LSU, Ohio State, uh, Clemson, Georgia, Alabama.
1: Yeah, that is impressive. But more of the story: two and a half points is not enough points in this matchup. It is at Auburn. It is at Auburn, I think it's correct. Um, but two and a half points, they're covering that all day. So all
0: right.
1: Oklahoma, Bama, and Georgia, parlay of the week.
0: Nice. So,
1: um, Not parfait of the week. I do like parfaits. What's your opinion of parfaits?
0: I don't think I've ever actually eaten a parfait.
1: Do you know what a parfait is? It's like
0: yogurt, nuts, and fruit, right?
1: yes. That's a very good. Actually, I guess
0: I have, but I made it myself,
1: which is good to do. I mean, I I don't blame. Like I would
0: just get like a yo play and throw some granola in there with some fruit
1: yeah I don't know about the Yo Play choice, but. I mean, it may not have been Yo Play. I, I was like, thinking gogurt in my head.
0: No, it was not gogurt. Yeah. yeah, I cut the end of the tube off and just dropped some nuts and fruit in there.
1: That's seriously what. Well, not dropping the nuts and fruit in there, but I was picturing you cut the gogurt, squirt it into a bowl, a small dish, and then, yeah. So that's where the confusion. Yo Play is a much Yoplait more established dude part. thought
0: it was gogurt. <laughs> no, it was actually Danimals.
1: Danimals, yeah, classic. Some
0: dungaroos.
1: Danimal shooters. You
0: just what's a danimal shoot? Oh, is that the drink the little little chuggers?
1: Yeah, but they're like yogurt chuggers.
0: I remember those actually. I think. But uh your boy here got to go to an NFL game Sunday.
1: I'm a little bit jelly. Actually I'm not. I hate NFL games, unless they're really? the Eagles. I don't really care about any games going to them, remember.
0: It was pretty cool going there and not having a rooting interest as far as a team goes, just cheering for Lamar.
1: Right, especially after he beat your team the week before. Yeah. I had to That's all right. You'll you'll you'll
0: have the pleasure of watching your team get stomped into the ground this week. So Yeah,
1: we will find out, my friend.
0: I think I've already found out what's going to happen.
1: I hope the ground is nice and cold and firm so that we can't be stomped into the ground. But so it'll hurt more when I, we
0: stomp you into it?
1: I think it's going to be an uphill battle for your brother.
0: For us? It's an uphill battle for the Patriots against you all.
1: Yeah, that's correct. I'm just saying. The I'm, not gonna has-
0: get, I'm not going to get to watch it, just to let you know. Why? Louisville game, 5 o'clock.
1: Oh, I will be at it. Priorities, man. Now, do you want me to text you during the game?
0: I'll be keeping up with it.
1: You know I wouldn't do that anyways. Unless you were winning, then I might text you. But if I was winning... I mean,
0: I don't care either way. With me and you, we have that... Like, we don't ever really talk crap to each other about it until we get on here. That's what's crazy is, like, when we're not on here... We don't ever really talk crap, but when we're on here. It's like crap talk the entire time.
1: Don't show them the fourth wall. But the reality is, if you have a vested interest in the team, your team is going to lose at some point. <laughs> Especially, yeah. let's give you an example: ACC. You know, North Carolina. Wait, let's give you them know. an
0: example. Evansville and Kentucky played.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I recall this. Which I actually, so I should mention, I was not watching that game. Did you oh, I watch
0: watched it? the entire game.
1: So I was watching the Cavs blow the lead against the Sixers. That's
0: because freaking Tristan Thompson decided he was going to break a one-man press, Dude. spin move, and shoot it from almost half court.
1: Craziest thing. <laughs> when I was watching it, he has somebody, I think it was Chetty. I think he had Chetty open right at half court and he's looking at him like give me the ball give me the ball and then Tristan just goes to town I'm like what is he doing and I see him shoot and I know like it was off a miss shot so it hit the rim they had 14 seconds he goes back there and retrieves it so by the time he gets it there's like 8 seconds
0: I felt like I was watching Greg in an open gym
1: 100%
0: that's what it felt like
1: 1 million percent I could see it like that was
0: Greg in an open gym
1: I heard he had a rough shooting week this week so it probably was even more so him than what you think <laughs> Yeah, so basically it was like every other week for him. But,
0: but it was a good time. Um, nice weather too, man. It was like 60 degrees.
1: Yeah, which was crazy because then Sunday or Monday? Monday. Monday.
0: Or no, Tuesday.
1: Yeah.
0: Tuesday it snowed.
1: And, and Monday, right?
0: It might have been, yeah, it was. It, you're right. It was late Monday because yeah. you and I were going to go eat uh, Danny Max, and then I ended up going to eat dinner with my dad and my brother and, and uh, nephew. And sister-in-law.
1: Yeah, I uh, ran in the snow both nights while it was coming down. Why
0: would you do that, dude? You're not Rocky.
1: I know, dude. It was good. I actually, so I bought before you get too further, too far into your story. I bought one of those masks that are like the restrictive breathing mask. Mm-hmm. I wore it last night jogging. You know, I do down and backs on my street. I made it three down and backs, and I thought I was going to die. I'm yeah, never. So do it's that.
0: supposed to. It's supposed to. What, like, act like you're in a different, like, uh, sea level, right?
1: Well, that's that, essentially that's where the now? idea came from. Yeah. yeah. It, it restricts the amount of oxygen in which you can intake. And so, therefore, it's supposed to help your cardio in the long run. And let me just tell you, I legitimately, like, once I got to my car, I'm, like, holding myself up because I'm, like, oh, I'm lightheaded. Like, I'm for real about to pass yeah. out. So, need to say, I wouldn't advise those for many people.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, so... We roll out there, me, Jeremy, uh, Daphne, and Matt, uh, roll up to Cincy, park across the bridge, walk across the bridge to the game. We get there, watch the Ravens drive right down the field, score a touchdown. It's like, well, this is going to be just as bad as we thought. Yeah. And it was. Lamar, Lamar had himself a game.
1: Got to see the Bengals' new starting quarterback.
0: Yeah, I'd already seen him before anyway. We played against him last year.
1: Which might not last too long.
0: He actually didn't look bad. Yeah, well, I mean, the team didn't look good, but right. he actually didn't look bad. Um, he gets zero protection, he has Correct. zero weapons around him.
1: Uh, I think he's got a good receiving core. I mean, they're hurt right now, a couple of them. Yeah, but, uh, Ross is out, Green is out, but they still got Boyd. Um,
0: I mean, Auden Tate that's yeah. the thing. Like, he's got guys that would be. F- Third and fourth options on every team at the most.
1: I like Boyd. I think Boyd's better than a third or fourth option at a lot of teams, but that's just maybe
0: it. for the Eagles.
1: <laughs> we just signed Jordan Matthews, bro.
0: <laughs> maybe talk for about, the Eagles. Talk
1: about legitimate wide receiving core. Well, if we did have this Sean and Jeffrey healthy, D. Jack and Alshon are two good receivers. I'm
0: about to pull Lebron here, bro. What? Do you feel bad for the Warriors? But no, nah, I won't go into that.
1: I didn't say you felt bad. You got to admit, with those two, that's a good tandem right there. Yeah. Better than Edelman and Sanu. All
0: right, so uh, Lamar did what he wanted to. I think it was Marv <laughs> Albert uh, called him Houdini on the TV when he did that spin move. was fitting. That was running. He was running right towards us too, and it was nuts. And that was uh, Jeremy and Daphne and Matt's off their first NFL game. Yeah. So like I'd been to the Patriots Colts game and Lucas Oil, me and Troy went went there. Yeah. Back in the day, and um, so that was pretty cool for for them to see their first experience to see their their first experience to be with Lamar doing what he did against the, the a highlight Eagles. that
1: we'll see for decades. To go yeah. Yeah. So. Which the closest person to tackling him on that play.
0: Was his teammate. Was <laughs> Ingram. Hollywood. Hollywood or, yeah, it was Ingram. You're yeah. right. 21, yeah.
1: Which I'm like, what are you doing, dude? Get out of his way. <laughs> like, he's slowing him down. Like, he goes to run in front of him. And Lamar's, like, pushing him in the back. Like, get out of my way.
0: So, during that game, there was MVP chants. There were a bunch of chants. But you know what one chant that you could hear throughout the entire stadium?
1: you of L.
0: No, the Cards chant.
1: Oh, C A R. Wow, well, it was close.
0: Yeah, I mean you—you're essentially right. But it was nuts at one point. So after he scored, a, he threw that touchdown. I'm sorry to Hollywood Brown later in the game. Yeah, it was like I was like, oh man, like this is there's a lot of Louisville fans here.
1: Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. I mean, they they come out big and supported him, and obviously with his success, you know the, the cockroaches come out of the cracks at that point. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> well played. Well played. Yeah so uh after that we walked a few blocks we were gonna get some wings at a place called knockback Nats, but mm. you couldn't even like get close to getting a is
1: that uh, some specialty place I mean, yes the, the uh
0: name. jeremy and daphne both were raving about their wings uh said their smoked wings are very very good
1: i thought you didn't like smoked wings
0: i've never had i've never really had smoked wings
1: mm. i must have been somebody else who i was talking to about i know my father hates smoked wings he thinks they're burnt? Is what he said. (laughs) He
0: does. Uh, Hey, by the way, Friday. Yeah, was DJ's party. But before that, we had a work. I had a work get together. Yeah, we had. uh, We went bowling at Sports and Social Club. Really? Surprisingly, there's sweet Thai chili wings. Very, very good. Really? Like, I like
1: sweet Thai chili.
0: Really, really good. Like, they didn't even taste like what I would think of a sweet Thai chili tasting like.
1: I thought you didn't like spicy, so there's no twang to it?
0: no not really. Like, I, here's the thing with stuff like that, like, I can deal with a small kick. If I feel like the kick is overtaking what the flavor should be, right I'm not a fan.
1: You can't have heat just to have heat.
0: Exactly. Like, I'm not a fan of having that. If it has heat to go with the flavor, I'm fine with it.
1: So speaking about heat to go with the flavor, so the other day I was challenged by my niece and nephew in a hot sauce challenge. You know, I collect hot sauces, right? So the L you could take a habanero sauce is probably one of the, you know, toastier, lower level hot sauces that we have allowed them to try. And so our good buddy Greg, who you mentioned previously, had told me that sriracha is super hot, right? So I sent him a text message Saturday of loading up a tortilla chip and crushing the sriracha and basically said, you know, this is not hot at all. This is child's play. Yeah. And so I had to one-up myself, right? So I'm talking to my niece and nephew, and I go, hey, videotape this for me, right? And I show him I'm putting a bunch on a chip. And then on the camera, you see me looking at the chip going, eh, nah, who needs a chip? And they just tip the bottle of sriracha. Oh, no. <laughs> and just go to town, just start chugging it. And, you know, hindsight being 2020 20 is not my finest moment because even <laughs> though sriracha is not spicy, it's kind of like a, a tangy ketchup. So, like, the texture of just having a mouthful of ketchup is what you can imagine. Very tough not to regurgitate. Um, almost as tough as not regurgitating after eating two whole pizzas and then jogging the other night as well, too. So it's like 1A, 1B. But, yeah, so speaking about hot, chugging sriracha is not the best idea for anybody out there.
0: Yeah. Either. So I don't even remember what I was talking about there.
1: Your wings and Oh, yeah,
0: so their wings, man. Yeah. Their wings were solid. So that's definitely a, a check out at Sports and Social Club.
1: How was your bowling? Uh, Did you break 100? Yeah yeah what do you mean yeah like you were just for sure gonna yeah practice? i mean i'd
0: break a hundred did
1: you use a seven pound ball
0: yeah like always yeah, power you player. know me you know me dude yeah the one finger in the thumb hole and spinner across the across the lane accuracy yeah people are like what are you doing
1: plow yeah i'm
0: no. out there looking like twinkle toes fred flintstone knock
1: em down betty out there
0: so after the game's over uh we go, knock, we go knock back and sitting there for like five minutes. We're like, all right, we're not getting a seat. So Matt's like, let's just find a burger. And he was like, I've been hearing a lot about Wahlburgers.
1: I didn't even remember there was a Wahlburgers in Cincy either, by yeah. the way.
0: So I knew you would appreciate this. I love this. So we walked a Wahlburger.
1: Greatest actor of our generation. I'm um, not talking about Donnie Wahlberg either. Mia Khalifa? Oh, no, she's not acting.
0: True. True yeah yeah she's still a star of some sort.
1: i agree but i'm just saying we we stayed best actor of all time marky mark is that man of our generation i think i don't said. think so yeah. but him and denzel together
0: so uh we get over there there's a wait of like probably i think we wait like 25 30 minutes or so
1: understandably so Um
0: uh, we sit down service is a little bit yeah it wasn't like, oh my goodness, like they complaining or anything like that. But just it wasn't the best.
1: I'm surprised they aren't like the Five Guys model where you kind of walk up, put your order, and then go sit down and wait for a type of deal.
0: I could see that. Yeah. So um, we 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 order some food. Matt orders a uh, appetizer, mac and cheese, which gets there with his food. So that's part of the thing. Ooh, uh, he was happy about that. He wasn't. He wasn't upset about it. Let's say that. Yeah, uh,
1: Mac and cheese, I, I feel like, is one of those things that if you order it as an appetizer and you get it with your meal, that's not the end of the world. Yeah. Like a salad, uh, I'm not a big fan of so that. So Daphne
0: ordered a salad, but that was her meal. But it was a burger salad.
1: A burger salad?
0: Yeah. And I was like, that sounds really disgusting and weird.
1: You know what else sounds disgusting and weird? We've got a potluck tomorrow, and somebody's bringing cornbread salad.
0: You're bringing cucumber salad.
1: Yeah, that's delicious, bro. No,
0: it's not.
1: Listen, don't hate on the cucumber. I gotta salad give you a, a recipe of
0: some, bro. No, that will knock the socks off of said coworker that Listen, we were talking about earlier.
1: They're pretty well. I'm not worried about that. Those socks are knocking. The, the reality is that a cucumber salad is oh phenomenal, gosh. bro.
0: Cucumber salad is so whack. It's so
1: whack, dude. Listen, it's not as whack as what you think it is because you dice up cucumbers, you put some Roma tomatoes in there, you put some red onions in there, you put some green bell peppers in there. You know, I'm actually going with Parmesan cheese tomorrow instead of my preferable pepper jack cheese because we've already had complaints that it'll be too spicy. And then I'm putting that dried red peppers that I got from Wix tonight in there as well too.
0: Dude, that sounds so whack.
1: No. Listen. You'd
0: like your your thing for the potluck tomorrow is going to be the type of thing that I'd be like, dude, who brought this?
1: Do you want to know the truth? Ha, what do you need? The power move of all power moves in a potluck. You make something that you enjoy, that you know other people will not enjoy, and then you've got plenty of leftovers. I do
0: that with pasta salad sometimes. Yeah, There's what the, I'm saying. the suddenly pasta pasta salad. They had the. Chip, the uh, Ranch bacon pasta salad, super easy to make, and it's fire.
1: Yeah, but people probably actually eat that.
0: Well, no, because they're like, they won't try it, because they're like, oh, it's just another pasta salad. Do
1: you remember the time that we went to watch Troy Walters? was living in Kentucky somewhere, and we went and watched there, and we had like a big potluck type deal. We watched a Super Bowl there. Yeah. And I brought four stinking crock pots of food, and nobody ate any of them. I ate like a king that week, bro. <laughs> pierogies I'm and, telling
0: you dude yeah. I could give you something that people would be like yo give me this recipe
1: you know what the problem is I'm already locked into it, cucumber salad dude it's salad. super easy
0: to make them. no man. I'm locked it's into, called million dollar dip
1: listen we had to sign up for this and everybody I'm telling you the word has spread that your boy is bringing the cucumber you salad. can bring two two dips no no I'm not choosing to
0: do that I'm telling you man it's easy well green I appreciate onion, that green onions
1: I think you've mentioned this to me. I think you've had it before, haven't you? At uh, the tailgate, no. Or at uh, Matt, at Ryan's the one time at the party, you made bean burgers, right? Wasn't that? Oh, you taco call burgers are fire. Taco burgers. No, that's not the same thing. I thought they were beaner burgers. I guess you
0: never came to a Thunder with us. Whenever I made it, dude, I made it for Thunder one year with these things called firecrackers as well. Which, yeah. oh, dude, firecrackers—you'd love firecrackers.
1: Jalapeno with ranch. No, it's
0: uh, saltine crackers. Which you're like what? And you mix it with, like, red pepper flakes and uh, some type of oil? Yeah. Dude. And really? re- Oh, my gosh. And do what? You you let it sit in the bag overnight.
1: Yeah. But it's like and a cracker that then gets mushy?
0: No, it doesn't get mushy. It still stays crisp. It still tastes, like, crisp, but it's spicy now. It's a firecracker.
1: Right. And what did you say you put in there?
0: Like, red pepper... I have to get the recipe. R- but it's there like was Red pepper liquid? flakes and... Uh, I think it's I think it's some type of like olive oil or something. Just
1: a little to make it to yeah. where it coats it. Yeah, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Okay.
0: It's dude, trust me, it's good.
1: Yeah. Oh, I. I but see that, that million cheap. dollar dip though, fire. Yeah.
0: So we go over to Wahlburger. Wahlburger was uh, it was pretty good. They don't. They didn't give me enough French fries. I wasn't a real big fan of that. They don't really have that many. The burger. Speaking of Five Guys, reminded me a lot of Five Guys. Really? I liked it. It was good. I love Five Guys burgers.
1: I hate the places that don't give you enough fries, though.
0: Yeah, that bothers me. You they, know what
1: I've been doing on occasion? What's that? You know Wendy's has kids' meals for $1.99 from 4 to 8 p.m.? I didn't know that. Do you know that sometimes you can order them as an adult?
0: I mean, you—that's not. there's no rule against ordering a kids' meal as an adult.
1: Well, to the best of my knowledge, you know what I'm saying?
0: I mean, you could go and order a Happy Meal. There's no thing that says you have to be under a certain age to order it
1: i think some places have preferences as to you how can't, old you are
0: you can't get kids prices at like places but you can go right. to
1: i tried that when i go to like golden crown i'm like hey i'm four and it's never <laughs> worked
0: I, I like the kid on or the dude on uh what was the movie with uh uh rob schneider the baseball movie
1: uh bench warmers yeah the guy's like i am 12 that's yeah. you that's yeah.
0: you writing in a crayon yeah. like out there drinking out of a flask no. like, i'm 12
1: yeah i'm just trying to get a good deal bro you know what i'm saying <laughs> so teach your own
0: but Walburgers was solid uh i would definitely eat there again is it something that I would seek out over other things no
1: well you're not going to drive to cincinnati just yeah. to go to Wahlburgers. i guess yeah that. but
0: it was it was good i i mean i definitely enjoyed it
1: if we got one here in louisville will you try it on occasion
0: oh yeah i mean i would eat there like I'd probably say I'd eat there more than what I would eat at Five Guys because it's less expensive than Five Guys.
1: Really? Yeah. That's impressive as well, too. Yeah,
0: Matt got me a, he was going up to the concession stand, so I asked him to get me a drink and uh, some french fries. Yeah. Because, you know, I'm a big french fry guy. Their french fries at at the Bengal Stadium, solid. Really? Probably some of the best stadium french fries I've ever had. Crinkle cut? They were just regular fries. Not shoestring, just regular fries. Yeah. They were solid, though. It's impressive. uh, So I paid for his entree at uh, Wahlburger. I think I spent like $19.
1: With his appetizer of mac and cheese.
0: I gave him that. Like... That was, it. I didn't. I was like, I'll get your entree because was about how much he spent. So saying. I bought his right. entree, makes sense, and then my entree and an extra order of fries and a soft drink.
1: Yeah, that was and gonna be like, mind blowing if you cover. I see what you're saying. And there. It was like
0: nineteen bucks. Yeah, that's very fair. Yeah, so I, I didn't think it was like. I didn't think that was bad, really, at all.
1: Now, I started to ask you this earlier. I never finished. But a lot of these times when I was watching the show on TV, like, specific locations will have specialty dishes. Does Cincinnati have any type of it didn't, specialty?
0: I don't remember seeing one on there. Yeah,
1: because what is Cincinnati known for? Their uh, skyline. For having the most bars in a city, right? Isn't it like...
0: Skyline is what they're known for. Yeah, I think, Chile. So.
1: I think so. Well, Gold Star is up there, too, which I think is better than Skyline. but I hey,
0: uh, think Skyline's trash, so...
1: Yeah, Gold Gold Star is very similar though. If you don't like Skyline, you might not like Gold Star. But
0: either. Uh, Lamar did his thing, but bo- uh, what both <laughs> our teams had a bye week. Correct. Yeah, so it was it was cool to get away and go up there and watch Lamar do his thing against the Bengals. Uh, you know, prepping both of us for this week for our teams playing against each other.
1: Yeah, it was very intriguing. Uh, when I originally saw the schedule, I was not a huge fan of having you all on the roster. <laughs> shocker.
0: <laughs> yeah. On I mean, the, uh, schedule. it's one of those things, man, where as long as Brady's there, we're never going to forget you all beating us in the Super Bowl, so it's probably not going to be a good thing during the regular season. Yeah. So.
1: Especially but, coming off a of bye week. If yeah. You, you give Belichick two weeks to game plan a team, that's always interesting. But I do think the Eagles are uh, – um hopefully turning a page and making some progress i don't know if you saw the whole deshaun jackson thing but now he's out for the entire season it's kind of
0: sad to be honest with you, because i I feel like this may be the end of the road for him he's kind of old
1: it's an abdomen injury and so i think he can come back to it but the way that they went about it and trying to not have surgery and then now missing four and a half games and then coming back and playing a couple possessions and then now making it so he has to have surgery you're right it does have a feeling now this was his homecoming and he's still under contract so I think next year you know he'll be back hopefully refreshed and playing better but we needed him this year he was going to be a key piece of that offense to take the lid off the defense we already mentioned your red zone target and uh, Alshon Jeffrey um, I, I still think our tight ends are two of the best receiving tight ends in the game that's the
0: thing though that those two being out's hurting Zach Ertz Amazing. Well,
1: and I think Goddard is a great receiving tight end as well, too. Like, I think he might be one of the most underrated receive. I I would say Irv Smith for Minnesota Vikings from Alabama. And Dallas Goddard are two of the most underrated, underrated receiving. I mean, obviously, there's those other guys. Hunter Henry, a couple of other guys who are in that mix I like Hunter well Henry too. a lot. Yeah. But now they're more known, whereas Goddard and uh, Irv Smith are kind of getting a little more credit now. But, yeah, that offense is not look great so hopefully the eagles will get the run game going against you all because that'll set a tone i I don't like the chances of that happening but howard has to have a big game because sanders i mean he's a wild card sanders i thought would be the number one back i'm not so positive about that anymore
0: yeah so um speaking of coming off of a bye week up until this past week uh scott satterfield's record coming off of a bye week was very very good yeah he was, I believe, eleven and one, coming off of a bye week.
1: Doesn't surprise me with a coach like that.
0: Yeah, and we got absolutely housed. Yeah, I'm not going to spend too much time talking about the game Saturday because I'm going to take the mentality that the t- hopefully the team took.
1: We're, We're in Miami, in. bro. No, oh, we threw in.
0: we threw in the clunker. That was the game that you know we hadn't really had one of those all season.
1: And that We're, Miami team is Jekyll they're so Dun- Yeah,
0: it's so Jekyll and I. You're right. Like, one game they'll look like world beaters, like the way they played in the Florida game, the very first game of the season. Right. I was like, man, Miami could be really good. And then you go and see them lose to Georgia Tech. And it's like, are you serious? Georgia Tech's terrible.
1: They didn't look great against North Carolina either. They're kind of <laughs> mid-level. They had some good moments.
0: And then they come out Saturday, and their freshman quarterback throws six touchdowns. Right. No interceptions
1: and your all's defense is not terrible either.
0: It's not great, but right. there, not so terrible. this was this was the thing with that game and this is going to be the last thing I really talk about it. So first off, the first possession, we started off not playing well at all. You get two face mask penalties on the on the first possession and they drive down and score. So, you take into account our team is not playing well. You take into account that some of our play calling was a little suspect. I thought we could have. Offensively, you're saying? Offensively, yeah. I, assume so, right? I definitely thought we could have done some different things in different times that didn't really help us. And then on top of both of those things of us not playing well and us not calling having good play calling, it seemed like Miami got a lot of calls. Yeah. And so now here's the thing. If they just got all the calls, it didn't matter. We still didn't play well. Yeah, Like, I'm not saying that those calls cost us the game. I'm not saying that. But there was a lot of calls in that game for Miami that were just mind-boggling. One of them, they actually hurt Mikael Cunningham on a late hit. He had he had slid forward, and he was laying on his stomach, and a guy dove on his back.
1: There's been a couple of those recently that they've been almost erring on the side of not calling those, which is surprising. Did you
0: see the one Tuesday? That guy should never play football Eastern again.
1: Michigan one?
0: I think it's what it yeah. was. I was
1: at Sereno watching it, bro.
0: He, that guy was on his knees, and he just torpedoed into the back of this guy's
1: helmet. Clearly led with his head as well, yeah, too. Yeah, I was like, like, what is this guy doing? The definition of targeting was that play. So yeah. There's actually two of them, because the one I'm referencing even to was a different one.
0: So, do you know which one I'm talking about, though, where the guy was on his knees and the guy just torpedoed at the back of his
1: head? The one I was talking about, I think, was a quarterback rush, and it was Central Michigan. And uh, Ohio was – or no, Central Michigan player hit the Ohio player. And it was clear as day, helmet to helmet, led with his head, too. Yeah. After he was down, like, every box was checked. But I I know the play that you're referencing.
0: So, uh, upcoming this week, though, we have NC State – I think Louisville's a two and a half point favorite in that game. I think we win that game. I think we win it by two touchdowns.
1: Yeah, I'd say you cover.
0: I, I don't, I'm not. A, NC State's one of those teams, man. If you hit them in the mouth early, they're going to roll over. They've kind of taken the. It feels like they've kind of taken what we were last year. Like the teams looking for something to make them give up. Yeah, and hopefully we can give them that. Uh you guys got who who you guys got this week?
1: Pitt this week. Pitt. It'll, be, it'll be a tough one. I, I think it is a winnable game. Speaking I,
0: of Jekyll and Hyde, Pitt's another Jekyll and Hyde team for me.
1: Very much. But but they are six and three. So even with them being Jekyll and Hyde, they've had some decent wins on their resume. They've obviously played Penn State extremely toughly.
0: Beat UCF, right? Yeah. You
1: know, so they they've got some games that they've looked great, as you mentioned. And they've had some other games where they came out and laid an egg. So hopefully they lay an egg this weekend. North Carolina needs the victory um, to stay in contention, but whoa, I don't see it happening. Whoa.
0: What? I cannot sit here and not read this breaking news. What? The Portland Trailblazers will sign Carmelo Anthony to a non-guaranteed deal.
1: Oh, my goodness. (laughs)
0: Where did that come from? Portland? The Portland Trailblazers.
1: I just don't understand that. Portland has so many pieces, too. I think Collins being injured, is he going to play power forward, I guess, right? I mean, what's Melo play now?
0: I guess he plays a 3-4. No, has know. to
1: be power forward. He, who, what I three mean, yeah, is he if, guard in the league?
0: I don't know. I mean, I, here's the thing. You know, he's not going to play significant minutes coming this part of the season. He's not going to play. He's not going to start playing significant minutes until after the All Star break.
1: Non guaranteed tells me he's probably not going to play very minutes ever.
0: Uh, here's the thing, man. I know you're not big on it. I don't. I, to me, if it's a non guaranteed deal, I think you're taking a risk that you're that's not a bad risk.
1: Correct. I, I just. It's
0: like, hey, if it works out, it does. It's kind of like what the Patriots did with Antonio Brown. Right. If you get him here and he plays like what you think Carmelo Anthony can, awesome. We got Carmelo Anthony on this team that was that needs could use another score.
1: You know what the difference is though. I I think Portland was expected or projected to be a top. I I would say potentially compete for a home court advantage in the playoffs.
0: So you're saying you think this takes them out of it?
1: No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying think about this is their mentality, right? They come into the season with extremely high expectations. They're not living up to those expectations currently. You know, Dame had 60 points the other night in a game in which a couple of other NBA teams were in the 80s. You know what I mean? Think about it. That's very impressive. They lost that game. You know what I'm saying? So now, to me, the way I see it is they're kind of in a spot where they're trying to right the ship when it's so early and they're considering adding another piece to this equation that might set them back a step um
0: I, that's the thing with it not being guaranteed i don't see how this really sets them back
1: yeah but i mean even if it was guaranteed the setback would be financially right I, i'm saying from a team chemistry perspective i i don't know if Melo is the guy to help chemistry in a locker room i guess is the way to word it i, I think portland has some health concerns you know they need to get People healthy they have some people who don't know they lost Myers Leonard they lost Farouk Aminu, they lost Mo Harkless like that's three major pieces of that team the last couple of years so if I were in the front office there I would say Terry we're going to give you a little bit of time we need to build to be ready for the playoffs but you have to understand you can't take any nights off in the west because every night that half a game or a game that you could gain will help you once again get home court in the playoffs. And Portland has proven to us that they don't need to have home court to win in the yeah. playoffs. Who did they – I'm trying to think who they beat. The Rockets. Yeah, that's right. And then uh, last year, remember that shot they hit on PG? Um, so they, they've they won, but I think that was at home against PG, um, which I don't remember if that was game six or game seven. But more of the story, they can win without home court. I, I just – for them, I would like to have it if you can. Yeah. And for ticket sales. I mean, you make more money. I just,
0: sorry for saying that. I just did not expect to get that
1: I'm notification shocked. there. I don't understand this. That, that was that nuts. From? I don't know.
0: Um, So, sorry, back. You guys got Pittsburgh.
1: Yeah. I said what I had to say. I'm I'm hoping it's a win. Uh, it's much needed. I think they're the favorites. Good chance for North Carolina to see where they really stand. Um, by the way, did you see that uh, Surat from wake forest is out for the season now
0: he shut himself down yeah yeah he's not hurt he just shut himself down
1: well he is hurt but he's not like medically declared that he would not be able to come back i think it was a shoulder right or um,
0: i didn't see exactly what it was i just heard that he got dinged up and he's shutting himself down right don't think it's really a bad move on his part i no. think he's shown everything he's already can show to me, he's going to do nothing but hurt his draft stock if he comes back and he's not 100. percent Yeah. So I don't fault him at all. But with, maybe with with as much as the NFL kind of excuse me screws these guys over with some of these contracts because of the guaranteed money that's not really there in the NFL. I don't blame guys for doing that.
1: Yeah, look what Clowney did. I mean, it, it works out on some occasions. It is risky. Who's um, the running
0: back? The place for the Jaguars? Fournette. Uh, Fournette. Fournette did the same thing. Fournette didn't play his bowl game.
1: Right. But bowl game and a whole season are two Actually, different
0: Actually, no, I feel like Fournette didn't play a lot.
1: I don't remember, to be honest. That's why I don't want to speak on it being correct. But it, it is not uncommon to see that. So, yeah, if you're dinged up a little bit, uh, I understand it. But that that's the extent of North Carolina. That just made me think of it whenever we were talking about that. Because we need his brother to be healthy, that's for sure. If we lose Chaz, we're, we're in for a tough go at it.
0: I was looking at some stats today. I saw Chaz, Chaz Frett leads the uh, ACC in tackles, I believe.
1: Yeah, doesn't, it doesn't surprise me. I mean, The Surrett brothers
0: definitely have to be the best brotherly duo in college football this year.
1: I think currently. I mean, you've had some pretty good ones in the past that were at different time frames, but this year I, I don't know of another tandem that, that is better.
0: Yeah, um, so Louisville uh, had two basketball games since the last episode we had. Um, we talked about the Miami game. Uh, Sunday was when I was in Cincinnati. Uh, your guy, Darius Perry, who you, who you claimed is not a point guard. Right. 12
1: assists. I saw two of them were pretty nice as well, too. 12 both assists? Both well, he heard you. I think he did.
0: He heard you. I actually texted him last night. This, is, this part's actually serious.
1: Oh. I thought maybe you saw him at O'Shea's. No.
0: I texted him and was like, hey, man, you're balling out right now. It's pretty fun to watch as well. Yeah. He sent me back the thumbs up on like like your – because you can like on iMessage. Yeah. And he liked my, my message. To too.
1: me, that's pretty cool that he took the time to even like it.
0: Yeah. So, I, I think mean, you Darius think Perry is – there's a budding
1: bromance there? Do you think Gerard Holloman's maybe moving to the wayside and Darius nah. Perry's moving in? Uh,
0: there's Look, man, if I'm friends what? with you and I'm friends with other people, there's plenty of beef to go around.
1: Okay. I just so, didn't know if maybe he was taking spot 1A, and, you know, I, I'm sure Gerard would be very angry the about The jealousy
0: that. that is deep down within your soul. No, this is a, That this is within Gerard. your voice when you speak about Gerard. It's... it's Look, I feel God for does him. not Listen, like ugly B.J., and that's right. what you're being right now. Well, he
1: made me ugly, so I think he should have chosen to help that in the future with my facial features. But, hey, teacher, I'm just saying I, I feel for Holloman, you know, getting kicked to the wayside. <laughs> Gerard for the is
0: still my guy. Okay. Gerard is still my guy.
1: We just needed an update on that.
0: So uh, I went to the game yesterday. We beat Indiana State. It's weird. I feel like somebody else played a team from Indiana this week from the same conference.
1: I don't remember. It's,
0: was it Evansville, maybe?
1: I I think it could Walter McCarty.
0: I don't know. I don't know. Right. I don't know. But, Short-term memory loss. Yeah.
1: Hey, I did hear they have two uh, Southern Indiana kids on their roster. Do you know who? One that kid was? is
0: from Corden. Oh. Uh, the kid from a couple years ago that was one of the. He's he's got a nasty goatee. It's uh, really. Yeah. It's. It's he's kind of. Corden kinda,
1: goatee, huh?
0: Yeah. It was funny because I remember when he was coming out and Ryan had heard about him because Ryan lives in Gordon. In right. He said, hey, there's this kid out here. We should go watch him. His name is Bronson Kessinger.
1: Bronson.
0: Yeah, there he is. Oh, man. Yeah. Studly, man.
1: Bronson looks like his family might have dated his own family. <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
0: Uh, I'm trying to find who the other one is that's from Southern Indiana because it wasn't a starter.
1: I don't even remember. I just saw. Oh,
0: Kobe Barnes, freshman from Floyd Floyd Central. Central.
1: Yeah, I forgot he was there. That's right, the Sycamores.
0: I forgot about that kid.
1: So did he get APT, does it say? Do you know? Yeah,
0: I remember him playing. He went two for four and had six points. That's pretty impressive. Uh, Played 12 minutes. I watched him play
1: at Floyd Central a couple of times, and I I like what he brought to the table. As soon as
0: I saw his name, I remembered him.
1: He always had better uh, AAU seasons than regular seasons. And then actually talking to their athletic director, um, he mentioned that sometimes in big games, Kobe didn't show up as much as they had hoped. So it was kind of one of those deals that you gotta gotta kind of show up. on
0: Speaking those of days. Southern Indiana, did you see Sean East shot yesterday or two days ago? No, he had a full court buzzer beater. Was on. Oh, one.
1: Sean East. Sorry, yeah. I don't know why I just heard you say that. I you heard, think I said Sean East. Yes, that's Sorry. what
0: I heard. Yeah, Sean East. Yeah, His for shot Massachusetts. for uh, Massachusetts, yeah. yeah. I think it made the
1: f- other free throw line. I
0: think it made one of the top plays.
1: Should have. I mean, my goodness. And, and he
0: sprinted off the court. That yeah, because he
1: didn't want to check if it was after the buzzer. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I better leave. No, Derek uh, Shout Fisher. out
0: to uh, Bryant Northern who for, all, for always having – he spoke about that kid and talked about how he was very, very underrated a lot.
1: Yeah, I and do how, remember and,
0: that. And how he, he felt like Shawnee should be getting a lot – not as many looks as Romeo, obviously, but he felt like he should get his share of it.
1: Well, I think it was just he was in the shadow of Romeo so much, and people did not give him any credit. It was the row Show is yeah. what they called it. And I think rightfully so, Northern called it, without East, that team doesn't win a state championship, in my opinion. And even the senior leadership of Jefferson that year, like underrated piece as well too. Josh Jefferson was a great piece for them. So those those three were very key, and obviously Romeo was a feature. Of and Rondell Moore, yeah,
0: which a lot of people don't know that he played for that state championship team. Yeah, and then Trinity recruited him.
1: Yeah, he didn't play a ton, but still,
0: he was on the team though. Correct. Because everyone's like, "Oh yeah, he went to Trinity." No, he's from New Albany. He went to New Albany.
1: Yeah, he did go to Trinity.
0: It's like it? Russell Wilson going to Wisconsin. <laughs> you know what i mean like we all know russell wilson went to wisconsin for one year
1: gardner Minshew at washington state right shout out to Gardner. where was he at before that ecu yeah i think ecu
0: oh i didn't know that
1: yeah interesting story if you if you haven't if you don't remember it from recent look it up it's, it's kind of a cool story i mean he's
0: definitely very interesting
1: yeah nick Foles is even better but hey. so
0: um kentucky ends up being number one losing to evansville Right. Uh, Duke, I'm guessing, will take over the number one spot. Michigan State will be number two. I'm guessing. I'm guessing Louisville will move up to number three. Probably. Uh, I'm not sure the rest of the poll there, but um,
1: I don't think North Carolina will move up substantially. Yeah. I mean, I think Kentucky will still actually be ranked higher than.
0: I'm, I I know. wouldn't be surprised if Kentucky drops out of the top ten.
1: Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Top you can't lose.
0: You can't lose at home to Evansville, and this right. is not me dogging. I, it was a bad loss, but you and I Terrible. were speaking on this earlier. That We still don't think that team's bad. No, like, no they, way. They took a bad loss. They're a young team. I'm not one to make excuses. Did I enjoy it? Absolutely. But I don't think, in my, in my right
1: mind, I don't think this is a bad team. Do you know what they did, though?
0: They let the team hang around for too long.
1: Well, yes, but they put out the perfect blueprint of how to beat this U.K. team like their offensive execution at the end of the game and essentially running a four-corner style of offense. I mean, it wasn't four corners at all, um, and obviously my North Carolina fandom shows with that. Yeah. But they spread the court, they made you guard in one-on-one situations, and they exposed you on the defensive end. And I think that's the key to beating Kentucky And this the year. other
0: thing is they offensive rebounded decently well.
1: Yes, it is. Kentucky
0: does not have, until they get EJ Montgomery back, Nick Richards is obviously not the answer.
1: I think Nick Richards is a great player. I,
0: that's that's very bold of you to say great.
1: He His is, offensive game has improved this year. I think he is a uh, potential leader in block shots per game this year. For, that, for the team? No, for the country. I, I don't think so. No
0: way, dude. Nick Richards is not good.
1: He could average four blocks a game.
0: There's, dude, Nick Richards is not, he's not good.
1: I, I think he, you're right in the sense of he maybe would be a good backup more so than a starter, like he has played in the past. But I'll tell you the player who I liken him to, and maybe I'm off in this, but I, I see a Colley Stein esque player.
0: I don't even think he's as good as Colley Stein.
1: Yeah, that's what I say. Maybe I'm, you know.
0: And, and I'm thinking of college Colley Stein, too. Right. And I, I, no, I, think I mean, college... like, he reminds me of, uh, who was Lee, the one that transferred to Cal?
1: Really? Marcus Lee?
0: Marcus Lee is who he reminds me of. like.
1: I like Marcus a Lee, A guy too, that though. was
0: rated very high that never really lived up to his potential.
1: Yeah. I, he did have a couple of good games where the spotlight shined brightly upon him, but I know what you're saying. So,
0: yeah. I mean, college basketball is going to be interesting. There's a lot of people saying they don't think there's a true crew, uh, cut above team. I'm still liking Louisville. Why? I know that's biased, but we're still missing at least one for sure that we know can play Peace, Another guy that we expect to be a piece.
1: Yeah, from watching him in high school, I'd be very surprised if he wasn't. I'll say that.
0: And the way we've played, granted we haven't really played, but we're blowing the teams out. Yeah, so, so far with what we've played, we don't. We won't really get our first true test. I guess you can kind of say somewhat of a test of Western Kentucky, but I don't really think that's a great team. No, Our ACC first test play. is, is uh, Michigan, early December, and then we go to the Jimmy V Classic, I think is what it's called. Or, I'm sorry, we play Pittsburgh, and then we play in the Jimmy V Classic against uh, Texas Tech. Yeah, Texas Tech will be our toughest test until we get to Kentucky.
1: Which I'm not super impressed with Tech either. I mean, obviously they have some good pieces returning, but they lost some key pieces too. But what's,
0: what's Tech always going to do? Execute. they're always going to guard yeah they're always going to guard they're going to have that that uh tony bennett type drag it out gonna guard you you're gonna have to take all the shot clock and you're gonna have to score
1: yeah they've got some length and athleticism again this year too i get that but losing culver and who was the other the senior i forget his I name i can't think of his
0: name they lost their point guard too i believe The white, the white kid. guy yeah. yeah
1: that's what i was talking about he was a senior their big guy i think they lost too didn't they or they or was he young I don't know that for sure. If they did, that is three key pieces. You're right, but yeah. So yeah,
0: do I think Texas Tech is like last year? No, but just like we thought that Virginia lost a lot of pieces and then they were still pretty good. What two years ago yeah. when they ended up losing in the tournament to the fir- in the first round so it doesn't really prove my point very well. But I mean that that there's, there's certain types of styles that always are tough to play against. Well, National you got to
1: understand, too, losing a lot of pieces is not the end of the world. I mean, look at, yeah. to, to me, once again, you, you mentioned your bias earlier, North Carolina lost more pieces than anybody in the country, and they were still ranked preseason top uh, 10. I would say Duke lost more than you all did. Well, three Duke lost like 90% of their score. <laughs> three pretty important pieces. Yeah. Where Carolina I'll, lost five players. You all did lose a lot. Yeah, five players. Yeah. And, you know, all of them were NBA picks, essentially. May, uh, May didn't get picked, but... And Kenny Williams didn't get picked, but they made NBA rosters.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Duke lost a lot. <laughs>
1: yeah, you're you're probably right. That is the, and I'm sure there's somebody else who I'm forgetting as well too. But losing five of your best players, or your five best players, hurts almost as bad as losing your three best players who were better than anybody in the country.
0: Almost, almost like losing to Evansville at home. <laughs> yeah,
1: almost. So Carolina played uh, UNC Wilmington after their notre dame loss and then they've got gardner webb tomorrow so once again starting into the early season games that are just getting some some warm-up for cole anthony in essentially elon's after that uh, alabama's after that so same thing like you all Our, our first test is further down the road uh, December 4th is a game I look at against Ohio State. I don't know if you saw this, but Ohio State looked pretty good last night, I think. They did beat
0: the breaks off of Villanova yeah. last night.
1: And Villanova is another team who might potentially be a little overrated. I mean, we've seen Pascal do super well for the Warriors. I had somebody tell me, you know, that the Warriors have to score points. It's just happening that it's him. I-, I disagree. I think 34 on his birthday was a lot bigger than what people would give him credit um, I think he's a phenomenal player, but that Ohio State team is very interesting to me. Um, you all got to see them firsthand in your scrimmages, and I do think that's a team that will be a top 25 team all year. Um, so that'll be our first test that I'll be watching that one closely.
0: So, I guess that moves us on to our power moves.
1: It does. And I got a couple of them. Actually, I do want to speak on something. I'm sorry. What? what do so you want going speak to the on? game last
0: night, it was my first time getting to see the new intro in person. Yeah. The one that they recorded at Shawnee Park. I haven't seen it. Oh, uh, it's legit. i have to tag it in the video. I saw it the other day. it's I mean, you're not gonna love it as much as I did, but uh I will give you one thing that I think you can kind of appreciate with this. What? So uh they filmed it at the Dirt Bowl, which um, have you ever you've heard of the Dirt Bowl? I'm, yeah, I've been I'm sure. to the Dirt Bowl. Like, have you heard about the actual historic stuff with the Dirt Bowl, though? Like, how back in the 70s, like, all the NBA players and ABA players
1: would play there? Yes. So. Which, by the way, I think I'm going to maybe try to play in the run league next year. Nice. I've made that decision. Nice. That, that's going to be my goal. So, whenever so, Tony gets back, I'm going to tell him to put me through his workouts. <laughs> and,
0: I mean, I can get. I mean, I'm sure, you can just get in contact with uh, uh, the guy he goes with. Uh, so, in in the video, there's a subtle part where they show a guy and he says something that every local high school basketball player will always know. Louisville area. What? They show a guy. He commentates for the dirt ball now. Okay. And when you hit a three, he says, bang. I said, bang. You heard that guy? Yes. He's in the video. That's pretty cool. That's that's so dope. Yeah. Because that guy was like, I remember him so much when I was in high school because he commentated the central, or the Shawnee Games, I believe. Yeah. So like, just here seeing him on there and like they filmed it at the dirt bowl and like the there was a bunch of fans in it and stuff. It's awesome.
1: I think Newburgh won the dirt bowl this year, so you got to give them a little shout out to East End had a really good. Team, a couple I know. of
0: them uh, played for Moore. I used to play for Moore. I believe they left the year before I came there.
1: Really, Newburgh yeah. is close. I remember you telling me you had to drive some of the players home there.
0: It's like two minutes away from Moore. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You're a big fan of it.
0: Yeah, it was fun. So moves us on to power moves. I have three as well, so All
1: right. Well let let's go one by one. Then I'll I'll start off with my most unentertaining one to all the listeners because they get this so often. But you gotta give Kobe White some credit. Kobe White hit seven threes in the fourth quarter the other night. Um that's gonna be a record for the youngest NBA player to make seven threes. And then he had twenty three points in the fourth quarter. Shout-out to Kobe White doing his thing. It was funny because it actually came out that day, an article saying that he was struggling with his shooting, <laughs> and then that night he goes off right. But Roy yeah. Roy was also there. So I thought there was something to do with that. It's it
0: definitely A direct correlation?
1: I think so. Uh,
0: so I'm actually going to go with four. I'll just say my other one real quick. Did you Good. see John Moran hit the buzzer
1: beater last night? I did. Beautiful left-hand yes. finish. Uh, threw Zeller. Knocked Zeller to the ground.
0: So far, our our two rookies... Yeah, they have, I would say probably head and shoulders above all the other rookies right now. They look; both of them have
1: looked really good. I hate to give you credit on here, but I do think your Ja Morant pick is probably the front runner.
0: Uh, Kobe, uh, Kobe White has looked really good, especially with that, especially with that game yesterday.
1: Yeah, you've seen his three good games. The the rest of his games have not been as
0: yeah. So uh, another power move is one that I can get over or I can get through real quick. Um, there was an interview with LeBron last night. It was what I was kind of referencing earlier. I didn't want to give it away. So they asked LeBron after their game last night, did yeah. you see this? He said, So you guys beat the Warriors pretty bad. Uh, do you feel bad about uh, beating them with Steph and Clay? And he's like, No. Nah. Why? Right. They're like, No. He's like, No. Nah, I mean, it sucks to see Clay in a suit and everything, but I did it without Kevin Kyrie. All right. Nah. And like the whole time he's like trying not to smile because it's like you, as much as like the, it was all political talk in my opinion when they talk. I don't think LeBron likes any of those Warriors guys. I really don't. I no. know people are going to disagree with I don't think he really likes him. Who I don't would
1: disagree re- with it that he likes there's
0: him. A, I mean, he, there's a lot of people that think like at, outside of the games that like he really does like Draymond. I don't think he I likes do. him.
1: I think Draymond I, is the one.
0: I don't think he likes any of them. I really don't. I don't. And if I was him, I wouldn't blame him for not liking them.
1: Yeah. Draymond, I think, is. But I don't think anybody else.
0: Yeah. But that's that's two of mine. So, I mean, I can go ahead and say a third one if you want.
1: I'll go to my next one if you All want. All right. Go too. ahead. So, my next one you're going to love because you're a big fan of women's basketball. And you got to get. this just won, by the way. Well that's awesome. But you got to give a little bit of credit and a little bit of love, so to speak, to the Oregon women's basketball team. I did see this. Well, multiple things, right? Comes into this season as the preseason number 1, beats Team USA 93 to 86, which is phenomenal. It's only the second time that has ever happened. Um and then they win their opening game by 42 points. I don't know if you saw the <laughs> highlight of the girl crossing half court and knocking that three down in another girl's face. But it was, I, I will watch an Oregon game this year. This is the first time that I'll watch an Oregon girls basketball game, maybe in my life. But I'll, you can mark it down on your calendar. I'm going to do it. Probably actually it would be you all, and they play Connecticut, who's ranked fourth. That one of those two games might be the one I watch.
0: We play Oregon this year.
1: Yeah, I did not know that. So I was looking at their schedule, looking for their tests, and they play you all. And I watched Tennessee play the other night. Tennessee has a, a couple of uh, really good big girls, and I use the word really good loosely, but th- they were intriguing to me. That I think they would they would dominate a lot of interior presences in college games.
0: So I'm pretty pumped for this next power move. Yeah, because it's a UFC story that i get to fill you in on
1: which is crazy
0: because usually you're filling me in on all the ufc stuff or i'm not i don't know enough about it to really so uh the other day there was a there was a fella that it was a couple weeks ago i guess made a not so wise decision oh yeah and uh, this led to him getting evicted from his apartment and having to sleep in his car happens what this fella did was bet his entire rent on nate Diaz winning the fight
1: <laughs> so it's a very bad idea yeah
0: so in him doing this he lost all of his rent Yeah. which then led to him sleeping in his car right but i will say this the guy had enough money to pay his phone bill because then he commented on a nate ds picture and says, hey, Nate, still a huge fan. Just kind of sucks that I spent all of my rent money on betting on your fight. And now I'm sleeping in my car. So, Nate Diaz writes back in Nate Diaz, in a Nate Diaz way. And says, blah, blah, blah. Stockton! Here, here's oh, your...
1: sorry.
0: He called him a female dog. <laughs> and then, you know, he called him female dog and then donkey. He said those... <laughs> Giving your female dog, Donkey, some money. Here you go. Paid for his rent and then some. And the guy was like, well, since he got me back into my apartment, I'm going to spend the rest of the money that he gave me on his CBD company. Oh, nice. So my power move goes to Nate Diaz on, even though he lost the fight, get this guy back
1: into his apartment. But doing it in <laughs> Nate Diaz fashion. And doing that's what it, I love yes. the most about that. Leave it to DS to handle that.
0: Yeah, the way the way he said it, here's some money for your female dog. <laughs> it was pretty good,
1: and I'm sure that's very endearing on his behalf. Like, yeah. if Nate DS said that to me, I'd be like, "Oh, this dude likes me." Like, yeah. that's how I know Nate likes me. But yeah, that that is a great one. I do appreciate you telling me that story because I had not heard that, so that is very rare. But I think I'm gonna one up you, and I'm actually sticking. This is funny. Sticking with the MMA theme, and I think this is the best power move that we will have all day, but have you ever heard of a guy by the name of Randy Couture? I've heard of him before. Classic fighter, right? Um, One of the guys who pushed the UFC to the forefront. I mean, him and Chuck Liddell and Tito Ortiz, a couple of those guys who really put the UFC on their back and carried them forward. Um, But the natural was... In training camp, right? And now, the cool thing is, it's not really cool. He actually chain, trains at Jake Glazer's gym.
0: The NFL guy?
1: Yeah, Jake Glazer. I think I said Jake. But no, you I'm said right. Jake Glazer. Okay. You said it right. I'm having a speech impediment. but So, he's training, and he has a heart attack while he's training. Whoa. Randy Couture finishes the training <laughs> after having a heart attack. Not That's not the end. He walks to the hospital, you know, no rush, Randy, just, just taking your time. Oh, just having another heart attack. <laughs> has, has surgery and then walks out of the hospital two days later. Wow. Like nothing happened. I mean, just amazing. It, it's on her end, you know, heart attacks are no joking manner, but for him to go ahead and finish his training after having one walk to the hospital and, and then there's multiple people who are like, you know, we'll wheelchair you out. Well, no, he just walks out of the hospital, like doesn't have anybody pick him up, walks back to the gym. And it's like, oh, my gosh. So shout out to Randy, the natural. And this was a couple of weeks ago. Um, I had actually just seen the story. So hopefully Randy's feeling better now and sticks around for a while, but pr- pretty impressive on his behalf.
0: Uh, the exact verbiage that Nate Diaz used was Say less. Here's some money for your female dog. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Say Say less. No, say less. I got your female dog,
1: Donkey. Very impressive.
0: Yeah. So, my last power move I have... So, February 1st, 1974. There was a fella born in the great state of Evansville. Now, this fella... And would the go great on. state of Evansville. Great huh? city of Evansville, <laughs> Indiana. Now this fellow would go on to become a decently rated recruit. Yeah. Uh, would go on to play at one of the most prestigious universities in college basketball history. Well at least actually built him up first. Actually leads the NCAA and wins. Really? Second in the NCAA and championships and uh, was actually a part of a national championship and a part of what I would call the best team of all time in college basketball.
1: I do remember you stating that.
0: Um, He was a part of a team that came back from 31 points down and went on to have a 10-year NBA career with the Knicks, with the Celtics, and with a few other teams, Um, and has been coaching ever since he quit playing in the NBA. One of the teams would be Louisville. He was an assistant coach. He was an assistant coach under Brad Stevens at the Boston Celtics. Who am I speaking of, you might ask? Walter. Walter McCarty. So you would then say, well, why is this a power move? The reason Walter McCarty is getting a power move from Beef is this dude was not just pimping enough to get $95,000 to go play in Rupp Arena but your boy goes and beats the Wildcats in Rupp Arena and gets paid 95k All Right. so I'm sorry Randy Gator. you're not the biggest power move this week your boy Walter McCarty is going in and stomping on the hearts of the Wildcat fans getting paid $95,000 to put the whooping on the Wildcats did
1: you just tell Randy to take his heart attack and go home I think that's what you, what you told him.
0: I did. Well, I, I did. mean, that is
1: a good power move, but I don't know if that tops Randy Couture.
0: So, you got a good beef?
1: I I, I am led to believe that it's, you know, a beef. So, so,
0: I mean, is it a good one?
1: Yeah, I always try to bring the best to the table. But I, I think you might have recently heard about, and, and it's been a story probably the last 10 years, and we fell a victim to this, but the conversation of load management in the NBA— Okay, And I think it's time for us to clear the air and give our opinion on it since everybody else has. So it comes in the form of a beef because you have players, you have coaches, you have fans who are all complaining about it. And while I do understand the frustration, um, and once again, when we drove all the way up to Indianapolis to watch – the Cleveland Cavaliers play, and, yeah. and you and Ryan were there specifically to watch LeBron James play. Yeah, and we did not find until find out until we were sitting in Cadoba eating our food before the game started in two and a half hours, maybe, that he was not playing. It was very disappointing. Yeah, I was pretty upset. So, what my solution is? First of all, I want to set the record straight. I am for load management. I think for the NBA to be the best product it can be, which is the goal, you have to have longevity of superstars. And how do you have that? You have that through health, wealth, and happiness. You like what I did there? I did. That's our goals for all of us, right? Um, Mainly just the first one and the last one. But uh, I'm happy to take the center one as well, too. But analytics state that allowing them the rest that they need to refresh their bodies during the season are important. So what the solution that I am proposing on my beef of the week is a pre-planned schedule of loan management in which you know going into it. Now, I know this would never work and never be the case for ticket sales and things of those natures. But as a fan, you want the best chance to see the players in which you're paying to go see. So put out a month in advance your load management. um, Probably give a chance to some of the younger guys in playing as well, too. And the fans are still happy that they know in advance that they are not spending their hard-earned money. I just think to some of the parents, and more specifically the dads out there who are taking their kids to that one game every five years, you know what I mean, or that one game. Well, see,
0: that still kind of stinks, though, because you're going to get You're going to get guys that take off one of those games that they only play twice a year.
1: Yes, I do understand that in some cases. But with that being said, two things with that. I think, one, you do have the other opportunity to see that game, right? So I get there are scheduling conflicts. But the other thing to it is I think those tickets on the other game will be much more affordable. And so maybe a kid who wouldn't have gotten to see it otherwise will get to go see it. And even though he's not watching that player play, typically that player will still be there. And sometimes even just seeing that player in general will put a smile on that kid's face.
0: Yeah, I mean, LeBron was still at the game we went to. And J.R. Smith was too.
1: Yeah, and Kyrie was carrying the load.
0: Yeah. Then They they got down big, right, and they came back and won?
1: They were down very, I want to say like twenty-seven. Yeah. Yeah, so. Fun game to watch. I it remember. Uh, so,
0: I got another beef, people. So, I told you guys about the good times that I had at the game in Cincinnati. Right. So, let me mention a little thing that I did not have fun with.
1: I don't think you had mentioned to me this I before. I did,
0: because I love to surprise you. Right. So, during one of the few um, concession stand runs that my brother and Jeremy and Daphne made,
1: Few come on,
0: there was probably three.
1: Well, that's I would say that classifies as a few, yeah. One per quarter almost.
0: Um, there was a play in the game where uh the Bengals fumbled the ball and there was a scoop and score for the Ravens.
1: Shouldn't have had that popcorn,
0: shouldn't have had that popcorn for sure. Well, right before this play had happened, two rows and about four seats to my right. In front of me. Moved a girl that seemed she had a little too much of whatever she had.
1: Okay. I see where you're going.
0: I don't think it was alcohol, though. So I don't know what it was exactly, but I don't feel like it was alcohol. So, the Ravens scoop score. 90% of the fans that were in attendance were there for the Ravens and Lamar, it seemed like. Ninety percent. It was maybe not ninety, but it was like seventy-five at least. Yeah. So a lot of them stood up and cheered. Well, at this point, this girl lost her mind. <laughs> stood up, started yelling profanities, telling them to SRC. Oh yes. How uh, uh, did you
1: not videotape this?
0: Because I was blown away that it was happening.
1: Yeah. When when a female is dropping S-My-C, you know it's yeah. getting yeah. interesting.
0: Yeah, and S-My-C, you guys are all...
1: S-My-C-U-B or just S-My-C? Yeah,
0: you guys are all female dogs.
1: Oh, man.
0: Kiss My Donkey. Uh, well, in doing this, she's a Bengals fan. Shocker. And in doing this, there's two people in front of her that look like they're season ticket holders. Okay. One is an elderly lady, looks to be in her 70s. I
1: was going to say, what do you look like as a season ticket holder? But now you're explaining it.
0: To her left, looked like he could be her middle-aged son, probably in his 50s.
1: Or sugar daddy.
0: I would say it was her son.
1: Yeah. Or she was his sugar mama.
0: I didn't see this part, but my guess is they asked her to stop. (laughs)
1: Yeah.
0: Because she was being ridiculous. Yeah. For being honest. And this girl did not take kindly to that.
1: Please tell me a fight ensued.
0: So she starts yelling at the back of the head of this elderly lady. (laughs) Some colorful language that I will not repeat on here.
1: Because she didn't know it was the front or the back?
0: No, she just was out of her mind. Belligerent, yeah. If you don't want to stand up and cheer at a game, keep your old donkey (laughs) at home. Um... Don't talk to me, female dog.
1: Did you say Thinks this was this, beef or power move? This is a beef, right?
0: I'm just giving you the full story. So I would have loved finally, to after papers. about a minute of this tirade, her son stands up and turns around and says, "You need to stop. These aren't your seats. I know they're not your seats because I have these are my season tickets, and you don't sit there."
1: Oh man.
0: And she says, she starts yelling at him, and he says, I'm going to get security. So, he leaves. Well, there's a fellow that was sitting beside me. That was from the Floyd Knobs that I found out.
1: From the Floyd Knobs, huh? Yeah.
0: He asked if we drove up from Louisville, and I told him that you know I lived in New Albany. He goes, oh, I used to live in the Floyd Knobs, but we moved to Louisville so my son could go to Trinity to play football because they cheat. And, uh, <laughs> oh, sorry. That was my bad. I didn't mean to say that. I
1: didn't know it was recording no uh
0: so he's like this girl's out of her mind i'm going to get the i'm going to get security too and i was like well the other guy he went and goes i don't care i'm going to get him too yeah so he actually gets back before the sun does he's got two police officers and a security guard
1: oh man it's amazing that it got so far that multiple people needed security. oh dude
0: guards. she was she was going nuts yeah so at this point Jeremy, I text them. I'm like, dude, you all need to get back here. You guys are missing it. Yeah. So they get back and they're walking down right in front of the police and the security guard. So Matt gets back. He was supposed to, or he left too fast, so he couldn't get me my free drink. And he was like, "Well, I'll just go get it. I don't. That's fine. I'll go get it." So he walks out and he's standing there behind the the security guard, watching them. And the security guard looks at me, and he kept looking at Daphne, thinking that that's who it was. Oh. so Matt calls me a snitch at this point but I was like I'm not gonna let Daphne take a rap for something that she was not doing right so he looks at me he kinda like looks at Daphne and I shake my head and he goes he mouths to me which one was it I was like it's the blonde one right there yeah So Matt texts me and Ryan and goes, Brandon's a snitch, dude. And I was like, no, I'm not. Like, he was looking at Daphne clearly that he was going to take Daphne. And he was like, and when I nodded my head, no, that it wasn't
1: her. He was like, well, which one was it? Right. Covering for the homies.
0: Yeah. I'm like, I'm not going to let Daphne go down for something this girl's doing. Right. So you may wonder. Scooby would have
1: never allowed that. Yeah.
0: So you may wonder, okay, why this long story and how could this be your beef? Yeah. So here's my beef, people. My beef is with people that drink or have too much when they go to sporting events. Yeah,
1: that's a fair... If
0: you make it... If you make the game less enjoyable for somebody else because you can't control your alcohol or you can't control whatever you did, you're kind of a turd.
1: Keep it for the house.
0: Yeah, like, if you want to drink some, that's... I. Fine and dandy. It's not my choice to do. I don't like doing it during games.
1: I personally think you should do that in public, though, as far as acting like that, because I enjoy thoroughly watching that.
0: Do it it during tailgating. I don't want to see it during the game.
1: Yeah, I just want to see it in general. I mean, teach your own.
0: So, that's my beef. My beef is with people that drink too much and can't control themselves, and make the game less enjoyable for other people.
1: Well, you know what that makes me think? You're a friendly neighbor at your L games. Have you had any more interaction with...
0: Well, he's actually not as bad as I thought he was. Really? Like, he's not... He's a bit annoying. Right. But he's one of those guys that, like, I think he's just looking for friends.
1: Yeah. I, I could see old Bobby Holro, you know, needing a couple of buddies.
0: Yeah, oh, this is our row, like we got the whole row.
1: Don't worry, you can sit in those seats because yeah. I have that ticket and they're not here right now. Yeah. Thank you, buddy. Did yeah. not ask
0: you. Yeah, that that is kind of annoying, but I spoke to him, I think it was a couple, it was like Boston College maybe or Virginia. I mean, he's not bad. He's kind of annoying, kind of toolish.
1: I could but, see him wearing on you in the sense of becoming, you know, much more... Um, I might start
0: liking him because I talked to his brother-in-law. Yeah. And his brother-in-law was super cool.
1: Yeah. Was... I just feel like this guy, though, like eventually he's going to break that wall down that you have. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's the fun-loving guy who's trying to have a good time and he wants you to have a good time with him. He's not trying to start no stuff, be yeah. no stuff. He's just out there trying to make sure, and it seemed like that day that we were there, like he was trying to have everybody else have a good time. Yeah. But he was trying to make the other people around him laugh at them because he was like, "Let's all have fun. Like, let's not worry about that person just pouring a whole beer down somebody's back. Like, yeah. just laugh at them. <laughs> like, okay, that'll work. I yeah. Mean, I'll, did I'll you? Chuckle.
0: Did he sneak in the stuff when you were
1: there? Oh yeah. Okay. A, a well, whole we're, bottle. We're
0: not going to narc on him, but no. yeah. Oh no, uh, that's not the only thing. <laughs> oh no, dude, he, he, he brings in way more than just a one bottle, dude. No, every game. Every... to
1: get a little foggy in that area. Is that what you're saying? For sure, for sure. Oh, my yeah. Gosh. yeah. I yeah. feel like this gentleman does not need the fog in his life.
0: Probably not.
1: Fog Allen, huh? Yeah. Well, but yeah,
0: that's my that's my beef. You lose
1: something each day.
0: People that drink too much that make the game less enjoyable for other people. Yeah. So, guys, Sorry, the the podcast is out on a different date. Blame the Louisville basketball team for having games on Wednesdays.
1: Take it to the judge.
0: Take it to the judge. Exactly. Oh, we gotta give update on Pizza Week.
1: Oh yeah. So uh,
0: the place that we just ate Wicks tonight. We ate three pieces uh, tonight. We've had Wicks before. I mean, it's been a while for me. This was actually better than any Wicks I think I've had.
1: You know what I'm going to say? I'm a tough critic, right? I try to keep it real. And so, first and foremost, I was not impressed with the Wicks, right? Um, Now, going into it, I I didn't have high expectations. But you look at their picture on the thing, and it's a pepperoni crust, pepperoni, yada, yada, yada. I probably had six pepperonis on my whole pie. You know what I mean? So, hey, don't say pepperoni crust and show a picture of literally pepperoni on pepperoni on pepperoni around the outside edge yeah. and then give me what you gave yeah. me yeah now as far as the balance i mean it had dough it had cheese meat and cheese yeah the meat but, was pepperoni
0: but like i said this is probably the best pizza i've had from Wix. does Which that mean does that mean a lot no because i'm not a fan of Wix.
1: yeah so for me out of all the pizzas i've tried in the pizza week and i'll list those let's, two, let's, I mean. yeah
0: let's so i've tried pizza bar and wicks we were going to eat h street tonight yep. they're not going to be open for pizza week
1: but it is something i would love to try in the future because we're definitely going to go there we saw that new york style pie on there that's what i was most excited about but also their h street what was it called h street special or h street deluxe h street deluxe look very intriguing to me as well too and
0: they have a great message with their stuff they donate a lot of stuff to homeless people and um so that's definitely something i want to help out with
1: i agree i think that's a great um you know, there's so much leftover food in these industries that people are just tossing it when I, I would love charities to come and take that food and provide it to the I understand from a business perspective, it's tough to go ahead after your shift and you've got business and then you're going to go. So hopefully charities can take that food and donate to the people who need it. Yeah. Um, but for me, I started off an interesting week, right? Because... I listed my top favorites of this pizza week last week. And since then I kinda updated it, but Serena was my number one on my list that yeah, I had. I could to tell try. that was the
0: one you wanted to try the most.
1: Big time. I, I was in love with it before I even had it. And so Monday night I leave work. I'm all excited. I drive about thirty minutes to go get it. And I get there and it's closed. And so I look it up on their website, and they're not even open on Mondays. And so I, I didn't get super angry because I was so excited about trying it. I had the thought in my head, like, I'm not going back. This is pizza week. They're supposed to be open. It was my fault. Let's be real, yeah. right? So I go, oh, what's the closest pizza week place on this list to me? Tim Tam. Now, Tim Tam serves Danny Max pizza. So I'm like, okay, we were originally going to go to Tim Tam or we originally going to go to Danny Max that night. Now I'm going to go try Danny Max pizza at Tim Tam. My night is saved. Drive to Tim Tam. It's closed. It's not even open. And I go, my like my whole week is now ruined at this point. You know, I I might as well just give up on pizza week. I'm pretty much over it at that point. And I go, you know, you know I'm not going to do that. I'm going to go ahead my normal way home. And I'm going to take a slight detour. And it looks as if there's a couple of places downtown. And then obviously there's a couple of places in Indiana that I could have gone to as well too. Yeah. But I wanted to get something in Louisville just to start the Louisville Pizza Week off right. And I go into Goodwood, right? And I didn't tell you this full story. But so there's a bar up front. It's kind of a unique looking place. Not a big place. Very, very much a hipster joint. A uh, lot of female uh, girls who looked as if they were uh, a very... Uh, Much lumberjacks wearing their flannel (laughs) and toboggans, that type of crowd. And there was also a mixed crowd in there. A lot, lot of cool people were in there as well, too. But my complaint is, so bar is pretty much full. I sit down at a table behind it. Five groups come in behind me. All five get served before me. So eventually I'm at the point like... You
0: did tell me this. Yeah.
1: So I'm like, I'm at the point I need to either leave or I need to step up and not say something, but make sure they know I want a pizza, right? And so I go, you know, excuse me, sir. I wanted to see if I could order the pizza week to go, please. Because at this point, there's zero chance I'm staying there. And so the guy who's the bartender kind of looks at me like, you know, oh, I, you know, you have been sitting there for a while. Let me get you taken care of. So he gets me taken care of. Now, granted, I I did not have a drink. I did not have a water. I did not have anything. And I tipped the guy three bucks just for literally taking my order. Because at this point, I'm like, oh, I'm about to show this dude he messed up. Here's your $3 when... You know, I would have given you more if you would have actually served me type of deal, right? Terrible philosophy. But anyways, so the owner comes out and goes, hey, who's the, I think his exact words were, who's the dude who ordered the pie to go? And I'm standing right there. And he kind of like turns and looks over his shoulder and sees that I'm within hearing distance. He goes... I wish this guy would know it's not DiGiorno or something like that. And I'm just like, bro, oh. really? Like, this is what we're getting to? And I'm I'm led to believe, like, this might have been the owner or a manager, right? This is this is a higher up. This isn't just some, like, oh, man, this starts off. So I'm like, it's all good. Like, I'm not going to let what somebody else says or how they act or whatever it is affect me. So I'm like, I just take the pizza, jump in my car, go down to Griff's, get to Griff's. And the girl who was up front was, like, super sweet. She was pregnant. Um, greeted me when I walked in so that made my night 10 times better not that she was pregnant but that she greeted me <laughs> I don't know why that was relevant to the story but you know what I'm saying it's like, not that she was pregnant but <laughs> I had to make sure everybody knew that so anyways uh, so it was kind of weird though too so I go to the hostess hey can I just order that pizza to go she goes yeah I said can I just do it up here with you I'm, instead of going to the bar I, I just want to get it and go because I had the Goodwood pizza sitting in the car So I placed my order, tip her again to go kind of sit down right next to her. And I see another woman sitting there. And I didn't look, but she looked like, you know, she had like boots on and she's kind of an interesting looking individual. I don't know. And so she's like, you can go sit on the couches over here, which was weird because I was just sitting in the waiting area. But the hostess suggested me to go sit on the couch. So I'm like, okay, I'm just going to go do that. I'm like, they look like cool couches. Griff's is a very cool hangout spot, by the way. We should check it out. I don't know how great their food is, but we should go check it out. So I go and sit down by the couch, and this woman who is there proceeds to sit next to me. And I swear to you, I'm going to show you this because the people won't be able to see this at home. But I'm sitting on the couch just as if we are now, and I'm looking forward like I am now, and I'm watching Notre Dame, right? And she comes and sits like this. And crosses her leg over and is sitting like this looking at me. And I can feel it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not you can see it. It's you can feel her burning. And it's like making motions as if I need to look. And so I'm like, don't look. You know? What I'm yeah. It's like the fight. It's this crazy woman, something's going on. And so I just continue staring off at it. Like, I'm not even blinking at this point. I'm full-fledged watching the Tennessee women play yeah. going, I cannot look. So very interesting evening. She ends up leaving and walk away eventually after not gaining my acknowledgement. I still to this moment have not figured out exactly what was going on with that. Get my pizza. The, the woman up front, once again, was super nice. Was like, it looks extremely good. You know, thank you so much for the tip. Nice to meet you. Good evening, right? So I walk out of there. Go home. Try it. First of all, Goodwood has smoked beer cheese on the pizza. Very, very unique. And I mentioned to you they had chicken or sausage. I chose the sausage, is what I would advise everybody to do. But I don't think you're going to ruin it with getting the chicken. So I'd say the Goodwood is very unique. It's a flatbread style of pizza. But it's not DiGiorno, bro. But it's not DiGiorno, clearly. What a turd. It was, yeah, it was very comical. I probably, and
0: here's the only reason why I would have said something just because it took them so long to get your order. Right. That's why I would have been, i had been like, oh, so it's not DiGiorno, but it took you guys about 40 <laughs> minutes to bring it to yeah. me.
1: <laughs> well, so where I was at in mental space wise was I just went to the place that I was hoping to, my favorite place. It's closed. You know, I, and once again, at this point, I'm not thinking it's my fault. I'm going, are you kidding me? You're going to participate in pizza week and you're going to be open six days. Then I go to the second place, Tim Tan, and it's closed. Then I drive all the way downtown. It's snowing at this point now. Yeah. And I get out of my car and go in there. My cell phone battery has died. I wait for five other people. its I'm telling you, it, it could not get much better. So I get home and I try it. Yeah, more of the story. Uh, Griff's pizza was not bad at all. Um, it, it was a, a blue cheese pizza, so I don't think you would did like you that. Did you see Daryl Griffith? I did not. No. Dr. Duncanstein was not there. I but, feel like he's there a lot, though. I think so. I mean, I I would be if I were him. I think that's a novelty. I bet that rent there is crazy expensive. By the way, I don't know if there's any parking there. Like, it's street parking with toll, with, uh, what are those things called? That's the way it is
0: with, like, every place downtown, it feels like.
1: True. I mean, I I understand that, but I feel like there should be, I, you know, I, i hate to admit guilt, but potentially I could have parked in the hotel parking lot across the way, which clearly states that you're not allowed to do that. Oh, well. Right. I made it out alive. So I was kind of hoping that pizza was going to be quick. So, so out of that evening, I'm going to go with flavor Goodwood over Griff's. But Griff's was very solid. Like if you like blue cheese and buffalo chicken and celery and red onions, it's worth checking out as a $8 pizza. But do not go there expecting master crafted meal, right? Yeah. So the second night I mentioned to you, I go to Serenos and I order both of the pizzas on there. By far the best pizza I've had in this area. Like not best pizza out of all of these, like best pizza in this area. Like must when you're looking at this list, Sereno is your number one spot in which you need to go and check out. Friendly staff, eight dollars. I took the first bite, I told you it was like a mind blowing experience. Like in my head I'm going, Oh, this there's levels to this game. Like this is whole different ball game. So that's by far my favorite. And both pizzas were phenomenal. I, obviously, you know, I like the one with sausage on it because you got to take the extra meat in there. But both those pizzas <laughs> were really good. <laughs> <Stop>. And then <laughs> last night. I know, I'm sorry, you said yeah, that. I know. Well, I was hoping to slide that one in there somehow. Yeah. <laughs> and you. <laughs> The meat was too big to fit, okay? So the reality of the situation is I'm burning bridges left and right, bro, and you're burning them down with me. So Boombaz is my choice last night, okay? Oh, man, yeah. And Boombaz, I talked to this friendly bartender in there. Now, she wasn't pregnant, uh, but it looked as if she might be on somebody's pregnant radar, if you know what I mean by that.
0: Yeah, you told me you thought she was hot.
1: Well, I don't know. I thought she was very beautiful, I think is the wording I use. But more more of the story. I
0: think your exact verbiage was, she was not, she was not bad to look at.
1: I think that probably was very similar because I didn't say she was banging. I didn't say no or oh, she banged, she banged, yeah. she moved. You
0: didn't, William hung it for right. sure.
1: Um, but in this case, I asked her how the pizza was. Um, now it's very unique pizza. Um, get it? I mentioned to you there's green chili jam on it. Not a fan of having jam on pizza is what I'll say. So it is a try if you're okay with experiencing new things. Would I eat it again? Yes. Would I go there specifically to order that? No. So when I'm at Boomba's the next time, I'm ordering my Mama pizza Calzone. That's my experience so far with the pizza week. What, what did you think of Pizza Bar?
0: Uh, I liked Pizza Bar. Pizza Bar is nothing like Oh my gosh, spectacular, but it was very solid.
1: Yeah, so what was this pizza, everybody? Uh,
0: there was two of them. There was the margarita pizza, which is, it looked like it was like a tomato in the middle with some type of leaf on it. I don't basil. Know. Yeah, basil. Yeah, basil. There you go. Yes. Uh, I did not order that one. Crystal did. Crystal was a fan of that one. She said it was good. Tony and I both ordered the one that had pepperoni, sausage, meatballs, salami and ham
1: you were pretty excited about that when we previewed it and i am as well too i should say
0: it's good um i mean it's here's the thing man like those types of pizzas are very hard to mess up and they're very hard to make it taste different than any other place
1: yeah I, i would say the thing i've learned in this is like anything else ingredients matter
0: yeah and with those if you're putting those certain ingredients you're gonna have good ingredients because you got to have good meatballs to be able to cook on a pizza yeah the same thing with salami like i uh, think
1: there's levels to it once again the
0: crust was pretty good uh the sauce uh you know i'm not really a big sauce guy the sauce wasn't too overwhelming which for me is a very big plus yeah because if like the thing with wicks is i ordered light sauce and the sauce is still like piling out of the crust
1: so i was getting ready to ask you how was it because i did see you order light sauce and i could tell you mine was sauced up to the tits
0: yeah like i took a bite and it like the toppings pulled off because there was so much sauce right that's another one of the reasons why i'm not a big fan of a lot of sauce because usually when you have a lot of sauce you take bites and the s- toppings slide off
1: but you know what wick sauce is so much different because wick sauce is very thick. heavy yeah. thick marinara sauce yeah. whereas it's not your average pizza sauce. Yeah, so their sauce at
0: – sorry, at the pizza bar uh, was good. Like I said, it wasn't overwhelming. Yeah. The crust was crunchy but still kind of airy. That's good. So, I mean, it was good. Um, overall, I thought it was good. Um, like I said, we went to the H Street Pizza. They're not going to be open. They were still nice enough to give me the two stamps, though. Yeah. So that was sense. cool. And then we got our Wix pizza,
1: pizza tonight. So, 13 spots on the radar. Now down to 12 because A Street won't be open. Yeah. My update is I've eaten five pizzas. I've had two. In three days. Yeah. Four days, I guess, technically.
0: Really trying to decide whether I want to go to Danny Max? No, I
1: had six. I'm sorry, six pizzas because I didn't count wits tonight. Six pizzas in four days.
0: Trying to decide whether I want to go to Danny Max tomorrow because it is dine in only.
1: I wish that you liked blue cheese because I'd tell you to go try that. Uh, the Griff's one? Yeah. But I'd also say you're not far enough from Goodwood to not make that I'm trip. I'm boycotting Goodwood after what that guy said to you. Are you?
0: Yeah. That's kind of messed up. You made me sit here for this long and then you're going to say that. I don't know. I think that's kind of in poor taste myself. Yeah. yeah. So. I
1: backslid. Yeah. I, I just think it's like I said. I don't let what other people do affect me, so I just roll with it. I I would try Goodwood again if that situation didn't happen. And I think flavor profile wise, I told you there's like some type, It doesn't say it, but there's some type of barbecue on there. I think. Yeah. And so it's smoked beer cheese. It's goat cheese, feta cheese, um, some type of barbecue.
0: Now. Normally, when I've gone to Danny Max, though, I've yeah. always get the calzone. But the first time I did go, I did get a pizza. Yeah, and it was the chicken bacon ranch pizza, and it was solid.
1: You know what? I'm honestly worried about. I didn't say this to you, but I'm I'm honestly worried. I've heard you and many other people speak so highly of Danny Max. I'm thinking, like, from looking at the picture, I told you I've been studying this like a science. Uh, my coworkers are pretty much as irritated as you can be about it right in fact one of them said that i was a pizza psychopath today i think was her exact words um but the danny mac pictures of the pizza when i looked at i thought man i'm gonna be underwhelmed by this
0: i'm gonna be honest with you danny mac's side items are definitely better than their pizza
1: see i know i need to lower my expectations because it's coming
0: that's something that i've never built up for you though like no. saying that their pizza was because I will say this I'll build up their calzones their calzones are fire
1: well I'm not even blaming you for any of that I'm just saying think about it we've heard that in conversation as one of the best pizzas in Louisville right
0: uh it's one of the newer places so it's kind of one of the more of the unknown ones
1: right I actually had uh, one one of my Apple watch.
0: sorry about that I actually hit Siri on my Apple watch
1: <laughs> she can't get the answer for you so Danny Max obviously isn't that good right <laughs> yes. otherwise she'd know Siri would know but yeah uh, one of our other um, co-workers was mentioning something about it being there in Melwood. you got a lot of co-workers. I know. There was sick. Well, not actually that many. There was <laughs> 60. It's down, down to about 28 these days.
0: Well, I will say this, though, because we're going to wrap up here. Yeah. Recording where we record now. I can't really ask you to give your best... Guess on how long the podcasts are. Anymore. I know. Well, I
1: didn't realize. Because we sit
0: here right next to each other and look at it.
1: You know what the bad thing is? I didn't realize last week how to tell the time or whatever, and so I was just going to guess. This week, like, I kind of looked over because I was looking at the sound bites, and then I looked up above it just naturally. I was like, oh, really? I did just see that. So, <laughs> like, after you look at it once, you just kind of burn a hole in yeah. it. Yeah.
0: So, guys, keep liking, keep sharing. I'll be out a football game tomorrow.
1: Shout out to Pizza Week too. Shout out man. to Pizza Week. yes. great, great idea. I wish I would have participated in Burger Week more than what I did.
0: I've, I've told you, man. Burger Week, dude, it just doesn't do it for me.
1: Oh, it does it for me, and
0: I, that's the thing. Is like I love cheeseburgers but like Your i'm style not of burger, i'm not, not hard to please when it comes to cheeseburger like i don't need you to put all this fancy stuff on there like i don't need well,
1: that well i feel like that's the same way with you and pizza because think about what you've tried the pizza bar now there is a lot of stuff on there but it's the meats you know what I mean? i would
0: still say that i eat more stuff on pizza than i would in burgers
1: i agree but i'm saying think about the fancy pizzas like even the sereno you were not intrigued by that no. based on my description which i think you would love it when you tried it but it's yeah simplicity at an exquisite level yeah but the green chili jam with the pepadoo peppers you're not in for that the blue cheese and buffalo chicken you're not in for i would that. say
0: that's the thing though i would still try that one well the green chili with the jelly i wouldn't try that one though i don't like pepper jelly
1: yeah but it it's green. It's different. It's like I said. It's some. I would probably put on still would nose. try a
0: bite, but I'm not yeah. saying that. I like that's the no, thing. I that's order a whole pizza if you that's like where it. I've grown a lot since I was a little kid. Like when I was a little kid, I wouldn't even try stuff. Yeah. Now it's like I'll at least try it. Doesn't mean I'm gonna like it, but I'll at least try it.
1: I'm the same way. Sometimes I try chugging sriracha. Not yeah. highly advisable.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, chugging sriracha in the kitchen. Yeah. But guys, keep liking, keep sharing. For the stuff. I'm gonna finish this. Uh, this Wix pizza that I have, I don't know, dude, you still got a couple pieces left in yours too, don't yeah, you? Yeah, three pieces. Yeah, so I'm going to crush this while I'm uploading the episode. Probably watch some more Disney Plus. Check out some more Smart Guy.
1: I'm going to make a cucumber salad, which you bashed on yeah, there. Yeah,
0: it's terrible.
1: Speak for Yo yourself. Yo, brother,
0: bro. is smart. Yeah, the smart guy. <laughs> Mo. That's Mo. Morris Tibbs.
1: Thank you. That Mo- was Maurice.
0: No, Morris. Morris. Do you know who played Mo on Smart Guy? No. It's Cuba Gooding Jr.'s brother, really, Omar Gooding.
1: The little kid, or is
0: that the Omar. dad? No, huh? No, he was whatever he is. Marcus's buddy. Okay. Mo. Yeah.
1: Mo. I don't know their names. Yeah.
0: So, guys, keep liking, keep sharing. Most importantly, keep listening. And another most importantly thing: beef out.
1: Peace.